across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. Ah, dearie, dearie me. It's Monday. It is, um, I'm tired. I've had a long weekend. How about you guys? Uh, we're going to start the show off. We've got Angelos um, Epithemeu, uh, uh, was doing his show last week. He came on the other week. He was doing a show on Friday. We'll get him back on after 10 and see how the show went. If you want to give him a call, now's a great time. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuff. Eastwood looks so fine. Oh, dearie me, there we go. Right, yes, um, 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 Alan. Hi, Ian, how's your mum? She's much better, how's your mum? Uh, not better, though. We found out what the problem was. Oh, what was it, you? No, she's got a kidney infection. Oh, mum! We're not brothers, are we? Jeez, that would be weird and awful. I know, it be so weird. Yeah. And also, it's good to hear the four guy opening the show tonight. All right, listen, you anti-littlest hobo, um, uh, hobophobic. No, I'm just saying, it's good to have a change. It's good to have a change. A change is as good as a rest. That's nonsense. A rest is much better than a change. Now, Alan. Yes, Ian. Do you remember last week or the week before... We were talking to um, uh, a young gentleman, an entertainer by the name of Angelos Epithemiu. That was the Wednesday before the elections. Was it really? What a strange memory you have for election dates. Yeah. Hi, Angelos! Oh, how did, I've not introduced him. How did you know he was there? Psychic. Psychic, yeah. Angelos, you're there, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm here. I'm listening to every word of it. Right. Okay. <laughs> It's a strange tone. And I thought it would be a bit of fun, Alan, if we got Angelus back on to um, talk about the show that he did on Friday, Friday the 13th, Spooky. Yes. 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 With Jason there. Yes. 
was was Jason there, Angelos? Yes. Yeah, I'd have thought so. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. Okay. He was, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. I definitely remember seeing him there. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I've never met him. No. And um, I thought it'd be interesting, Alan, uh, if no. if he yeah. If he told us how yeah. the show went, because I had a few emails over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. some people who um, were a little bit disappointed. Yeah, this is it. Hello? I'm here. Hello? How did the go, Angelos? Oh, uh, you know, mate, um, we went there with all the best intentions, you know, to do our talk all about Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. And, yes. And all the um, uh, what, the um, industrial dynamics in an emerging Chinese market, we went to do that. Um, and the whole thing was a bit of a, a, bit of a farce, you know. I've got an idea thing. for your next show, Angelos. Eh? I've got an idea for your next show. Oh. What is it? How about a bit of Hopkins bingo, because he's on tonight. OK, well, let's not let's not confuse Angelos with Hopkins bingo, Which, Alan. Which Hopkins bingo? You've heard of Katie Hopkins? Yes, I do know her. She's from um, this morning. Well, she's got herself on another radio station at the moment. OK. And we normally have two callers guessing what topics he's talking about. Right, okay. And what's she talking about tonight, then? Well, I don't know. We have to guess. That's what you'd have to... That If we were playing that now, Angelos, that's that's what right. you'd have to guess. Jobs? Uh, I tell you what, right, Alan, I'm going to cut you off because you're annoying me. Okay. Yeah, okay. there we go. Took that very well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, on the chin. <laughs> and that frees up a line so I can then bring Barry in. Good evening, Barry. Hello. Oh, it's Barry from Watford. I didn't realise. Hello, Hello there. Barry. Hello, Angelos. Hello, Barry. You are all right, mate? Yeah, all right, mate. Uh, yeah. Nice to speak to you, mate. Now, both yeah, of you, you too, mate. are sounding... Because you did your show on Friday, Friday the 13th. Yes, And yeah. you're both... You were both... When you came on to talk about it, you're both full of spunk. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and, well, we were up about it then, you know. We, was, we were all up for it and all the rest of it. Yes. You know? Yeah, optimistic and we were. Now, yeah. now you seem very down. So all the spunk has been drained from you. Yeah, well... Did someone we drain were, your spunk? Yeah, we were let we were let let down very badly by the audience, actually. Yeah, we we went out with all our spunk, and yeah, and they and took a lot it. of our spunk, and uh, I feel spunkless now. You, s- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, we were full of it. To be honest with you, we yeah, went we out there, and we were full of it, and then um, you. And then we emptied it all out okay. there. And all on the stage. <laughs> all on the stage, etc. saying, you were saying, Angelos, yeah. that the audience let you down. That's unusual. Yeah, very normally, much so. Well, tell me, tell me why. What happened? What did they do wrong? Well, they, they all come along and, you know, we're doing our stuff, trying to really tap into the, the zeitgeist, you know? Yeah. The zeitgeist, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but, mind you... Let's try to tap into that. But yeah. the thing is, though... The people what was in the audience didn't know what was on the zeitgeist, so they weren't tapping into it either. No, so I... there was a miscommunication. Well, that's your job as the as the performers. That's your job to communicate. No, it's not. Oh, no, oh it's hold not. on. No, mate, it ain't. Well, no, no. It's up to the audience to know what is on the zeitgeist right. and to be to be in on it as well. It's... Otherwise, it's a losing game, isn't yeah. it? 
we're, we're very much more of a happening than the performance. Yeah. Can I read yeah. some, some of the emails from listeners oh, that Christ, bought, right, bought, bought tickets yeah. based on your appearance on the show the other week? Oh, God, okay. go on. Uh, let me get these. Hang on a second. Let me get the emails up. Um, right. Um, Steve yeah. says... Yeah. I, are you still there? Yeah. Yes. Both there. Steve, what did he say? What did Steve say? I'm just trying to find the... You're making this up. Tell us what um, Matthew said. I know he was there. Yeah, no, Jason, wasn't it? Jason was there, yeah. I didn't get an email from Jason. I've got an email from Steve. Steve says... Spit it out. What did Steve say? I'm I'm just going to tell you. Steve said, okay. Ian, what? I travelled... OK. Go on. Go on, then. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Is he gone? Oh, I know he... All right, he may I'm have just, done, I'm, yeah. I'm just choking on a zeitgeist. Steve well, says... What did Steve say and how far did he come from? I travelled over 150 miles on Friday the 13th. Yeah. Nottingham, that'll be. Nottingham. Yeah, that's from, about that. Yeah. From the Nottingham area. Well done. Yeah, good. there mm. you go. What did he think? Did he like it? <laughs> to see Angelos <laughs> and Barry. Yeah, what did he make yeah. of it, then? <laughs> what did you think of the show? What out of five stars would she give us? Yeah. He I usually th- does a star rating to Steve. He's not given... Well, go easy normally, on normally, normally does a star rating. He's not given a star rating. Oh. Oh, it's unusual. Yeah, for him. What did what he like say? about... What did he like about the well, show? Well, it would be... It, 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 it doesn't go into specifics about what he liked, Barry. Uh, generally, gen, gen, generally, generally, generally what he likes. Generally, can, Barry, you're an old from the, the East End. Yeah. What does what does pony mean? Oh, pony and trap. Yeah. Well, it means it means not bad. How he got to the show is his own affair. What did he make of the actual show? Seems a curious way to get 150 miles on a pony and trap. No, it must have taken him four days. He'd have been knackered when he got there, so he would have been in a bad mood. No wonder, yeah. He got there by car. He said the show was complete and utter pony. Pony. Oh, well, I'm... Did Steve say what he was expecting? Yeah. He said he was expecting zeitgeisty stuff... Yeah, and, and that's what he got. And yeah. laughter, not an old man yeah. dressed up as the Pope. It was Mother Teresa, so up yours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Up yours, exactly. Yeah. And also, there was Zeitgeist stuff in there, because we'd done all the stuff about the Chinese. Yes, we'd done Didn't stuff we? about ecology, about... Interesting. Yeah, Can Mr. I interrupt? New, new Greenham Common, nuclear bombs, all this stuff. All this stuff. I've got an email. NHS. From a gentleman called Wang. Oh, yeah, this is it, isn't it? Oh, here we go. This goes, yeah. We, we, he'll back us. He'll back Come us on, then. Wang, well, I know he loved it. He did love it. He says he found it a bit racist, particularly the yeah. chinese stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, Wang, Wang would say that, because he's all like... <laughs> yeah, he's very much like that, he, Wang. He's very, very politically correct, he's Wang. Yeah. And that's a shame, because he needs to loosen up a bit. He does. There's something wrong with Wang. 
Well, he starts off. Yeah. Harrow. Which is where he which is where he came from, all the way from Harrow. Yeah. He just found the tone of it a little bit offensive. He must have been watching the wrong show. Yeah, because we wasn't we wasn't like that at all. Not No. Not one. Wasn't like that at all. We were saying how much we were we were actually into the Chinese. Okay, okay. I'm just going to. Oh, hang on a second. We just lost Barry, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But hang on. Um, we got. He gone? He's back. We got si- Simon's called in to speak Hello, to you guys. Simon, were you at the show Hello, on Friday? Sir. I was there. No, no, I wasn't. Why there. not? I mean, um, I've missed. It sounds like I missed the treat with all the Chinese stuff uh, and the yeah. Zeitgeist Jeez. stuff, which you know, Zeitgeist. Is Where were you I'm really into? He's asking you a question, Simon. Please answer Go it. Go on, what was Where that were you on Friday? Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, the, the problem is, I know there are a lot of people listening. Well, a few people Please listening to this. I mean, and, it's um, a simple question, Simon. Well, all oh, right, okay, okay, okay. Where were you on Friday night, what? Simon? What the hell is going on? Why can't you just going, answer the straight question? Are you going, going right okay. round the houses? Simon, going stop. right round the houses. Come on, mate. I'll tell you where, where I was. Okay. Making out you're some sort of secret agent. Simon, where, where you? were you like, on you Friday, Simon? Secret where were you on Friday? Exactly what's going on Simon, here? Simon, oh, where on Friday, Simon, very oh, simple oh, question, oh, where the oh, hell were you? He's all like enigmatic now, isn't he? He's all enigmatic. Yeah, I don't know where I was, etc. Where were right. you on Friday, Simon? Okay, I've cut him off. I'm not having that. Uh, right. enough, a, a simple question. Couldn't give us where an was answer. man on Friday? Nasty piece of work. Oh, wasn't he ghastly individual? Nasty, well, nasty piece of work. While we recover from Simon, can I just play a couple of quick adverts and we come back? Is that okay, chaps? Oh, God, all right. Yeah, all right, yeah. Thank you. We have ways of making you talk. Well, uh, this is Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844-499-1000. Join, from, uh, join with, with Barry from Watford. Hello. And Angelos. Angelos, we don't quite know where you're from. Neeston. Huh? Neeston. Leeson. Neeston. 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 Hold on, I'm just going to finish my pork ball. Do you like it there? Yeah, do yeah. Yeah, it's gone down now. We we sold out though. A lot of Apparently, you did, did. Yes, and that's part yeah. of the problem. A lot of people come to the show no, and it's sold out. Yeah, what yeah, was? Yeah. What was? What yeah. was? Well, how many? Four hundred and twenty. Four hundred and twenty. How yeah. much were the tickets? Yeah. Don't know. Oh, about, about, about 20 quid, I think. So, yeah, 20, yeah, about 20 pounds, yeah. Times, uh, that's, that's, so that's about eight and a half thousand pounds. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I'm assuming you've declared that to the authorities. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 absolutely, you've cleared. I've phoned the police up and told them. There were some people who paid for extra, like, VIP seats. What did they yeah, get for that? Off area. Well, they're in a roped-off area. They're in a roped-off area, and afterwards they're allowed to come in the dressing room mm-hmm. and meet us and we'll shake hands. OK. Yeah, shake hands. OK. Yeah. So, Sign and they, can watch us, they can watch us get changed as well. Yeah. For another 20, could they see his bottom? That's a t- on top. So, a, yeah. It was a, a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But we made a lot of money and someone got a lot of money. Which is yeah. a boon. We got. We... <laughs> okay. There's a tour that's going to take place. When is that? September, October? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. October, October, November. Okay. And it's going all across the country. Yeah, yeah. What lessons? Let's start with you first, Angelos. What lessons yeah. have you learned from Friday night for the rest of the tour? Uh, I think we've probably learned to pick our audience a bit better. Um, not only letting the people that really understand what's going on that around here nowadays. And if we do that, then we should have a show that we think we've got, rather than the map that we put out on Friday. Yeah. Okay. So, Barry, apart from choosing, selecting your audience, what what lessons have you learnt, Barry? Well, I think it's as um, Jonathan Miller, Dr Jonathan Miller said when he was directing one of his operas. And I'm quoting him verbatim, don't come on... With a load of muck, yeah, and yeah, it was poorly it. rehearsed, and then invite people back for an extra few quid to see a bottom, no. because it will yeah. not sell. It'll get out. It'll get out. And It'll get out. It'll get out around the community. Yeah. So we're we're going to try and write something that people will like would be a star. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then we're no, going to we'll order. Tap- ca- we'll- we just tap into like more more stuff that people don't say are it. into. Don't yeah. say Zeitgeist. Don't say no. Zeitgeist. Um, I don't think we're not you know. going to invite no. Steve Wang or Jason. Okay. Can All right. Well, listen. Off. It's been nice to talk to you again, guys. Um, yeah. the, the podcast. I feel bad that you sound so down, Angelos. No, don't worry about it, mate. It's, I'm not down at all. I'm I'm buzzing actually. Okay. Could you sound like you're buzzing? Yeah, I'm buzzing. That's better. Uh, the podcast, where, where can people get hold of that? Uh, on the computer. Okay, that's oh, a great plug. It's on the iTunes called The Angelos and Barry Show. Okay. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah, muck. Angelos and Barry Show. Yeah. 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 We, uh, we, last time you were on, Barry, we asked you a question. I don't think we got an answer. Oh, go on, shoot. From it. So I'm going to ask you the question now, if that's all right. Maybe we can get an answer. Okay, don't. And it might prompt a little bit of fun banter with the callers and stuff. Oh, cool, cool. yeah, go on. Okay, okay. Just asking Barry, Angelos. Oh. Well, you have a a think. You might be able to come up with an answer for it. I definitely will. I definitely will. Barry, if you had to enter an animal... Okay. (laughs) Don't listen. (laughs) What animal would you enter and why? I think I I definitely answered I, this I, question. I I asked answered it. I said you said laugh because it had a very tall neck and it wouldn't have to look over its shoulder and look at you with disdain. 
It'd be up yeah, there. I think, and just, I think you just say that. I did say that. Yeah, I think you did. Mind you. You might have said that, actually, yeah. I did yeah, say that. Oh, I've got a feeling you did say giraffe. I, I did say giraffe. Yes. I can change it. Go on, then. What would your second choice for an animal to enter be? A chihuahua in suspenders. Hello? How about that? How about that? <laughs> How about that, then? How about that? And you have a little think about that, Barry, since the last shot? I have, yeah, most nights. Yeah. Very yeah, specific yeah. answer. Angelos, what would, you, what would you enter? Dolphin. Yeah? Yeah, mate. On purpose. Yeah, purpose. The thing, the thing, you see, the thing for me, Ian, is it's all about the chase. And yes. I think, I mean, you, I mean, you'd be hard put to catch one of them. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you really would have to want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you'd have to, you know, you'd have to give it a good old chase, you know? Yeah. yeah. And All that, right. that would really, really get it, really do it for me, yeah. All right. Well, guys, it's been, it's been a pleasure talking to one of you. I'm not going to say which one. Okay, thanks. Okay. Thanks, mate. See, see you tomorrow, Angelos, for the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye. Ta-da. Bye, mate. Bye. Ta-da, mate. Bye. Okay. Hello. Bye. Bye. Hello? Bye, Angelos. Oh, jeez. Oh. No. Hello? Bye-bye, Angelos. Oh, okay, yeah. Bye. Okay. Well, that was Angelos... And Barry there. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, so, if you want to give us a call, 0844-499-1000. Well worth downloading their podcast. Um, um, if you want to do that, you can get it on the computer. 0844-499-1000. I've written all of the ideas for the show, and I had quite a few ideas for the show today. And I've written them on my telephone. And my telephone is currently transmitting the show via the old... Um, Periscope. So I've got, I can't go and see what the ideas for the show are. Ah, but one thing we can do is Hopkins is back on the other side. So we can have a, we can have a round of a hand of Hopkins bingo if you want. 0844 We'll give you a call back. Uh, you tell us what you think she's talking about. And we'll have a cheeky listen. Uh, and if you're right, we give you a million pounds. Don't Google it. That takes out all of the fun. Takes out all of the fun, you see. It's got to be um, a little bit of... Uh, oh, hello, who's this? Is this me, Craig? Is this you, Craig? Hello, how are you? Yes. Excellent. I was going to offer a thing for tonight. Yeah. Uh, what, what you call it now? I can't think of the word now. I, was, I didn't think I'd come through straight away. Um, you know last week you had rubbish films with good actors? Yes. What about rubbish films that have stayed with you even though they were rubbish? Um, like what? Well, um, The Purge. Did you ever see that? Uh, no. What's The Purge? It's, uh, it's like a fantasy America where for 24 hours all crimes are legal. Oh, yeah, that looks good, that film. Yeah. Oh. It's, I thought it was rubbish, but it's just stayed with me. Uh, they, they made a sequel to that called The Purge 2, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be on Sky Tonight, one of the channels. Oh, there we go. Beautiful. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, I heard it's rubbish, but it's quite good fun. Yeah, and it just stays with you. Because they said, like, you think, oh, that would be ridiculous, all crimes are legal. And then you think, well, you know, what happens with cops shooting people and 
all why, that sort of nonsense. Why do they make all crimes legal? What's the what's the premise? I'd, well, it's it's just a, all crimes are everything. There's no crime for the rest of the year. Yeah. In this concept, nobody nobody does a crime because they can all do it on one day. Yeah. And, oh, I uh, see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So it's like this sci-fi type idea. Yeah. And it's, it's like some families are hiding in their house and then there's somebody on the street that asks for help. Yeah. And, and it's like all different types and of they society. Kill, they kill them. And then I just I just stays with me and I just think about it all the time. It's crazy. You found that you found that quite upsetting, did you? Yeah, but you think, oh, that could never. Oh, happen. I tell you what, I watched at the weekend, right? Because it was on Amazon, and I'm caning my Amazon Prime Prime because it runs out in two weeks, and I'm not renewing. I've clicked the button that says I don't want to renew because you're suckers, right? And it was on Amazon, and, and I was talking about it the other day. And I, I was so excited when I found it, and I thought, I wonder if it's going to stand the test of time. I bet this looks rubbish now, right? And it didn't look rubbish. It looked flipping brilliant, right? It was such a good film. Old film. 80s. All right. Um, you're not going you, to get... You guess. hadn't seen it? I, th- I hadn't seen it since I was about... Oh, I must have been 17 when I saw it. Oh, I can't. There's loads of good films. Yeah. In the 80s, I'll, okay, I'll give you a clue. It stars an American wrestler. Who sadly passed away recently? Um, Come on. American wrestler that passed away. I don't really know many wrestlers, let alone dead ones. Yeah, well, it's... Um, oh, why is Hulk this? Hogan's still going, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's uh, still going he's still going and filming it. And he's well rich over that. Yeah, uh, I know, good for him. I'm, it's worth making a porno tape and having it stolen, <laughs> being humiliated, and then going to court and getting all of that money. Almost, yeah. almost. Almost worth it. I can't think of anyone that's died wrestling-wise. No, yeah, I, it wasn't my thing, wrestling, in the 80s. Mate, then you um, uh, will not have seen the excellent movie starring Rowdy Roddy Piper. They, they Live. Oh, yeah, I saw that when he put the glasses on. Yeah, 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 he put the glasses on. Amazing. And, and I, the effects make it brilliant. Here we go, here we go. Right, and this, we're going into two topics here. He's uh, a wrestler, is he? Yeah, he was a wrestler. Did you know he always had his top off and he was, like, muscly? And it's got... Um, this is what we're going to talk about tonight. 0844 499 The best fight scenes in movies, right? Because it has got the, the... I guess... I think the black guy who's, who, who becomes his mate, I think he's a wrestler as well. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um... Great film, that was, yeah. Because there's a bit where they, they strip off in the middle of this alleyway... Right, and they have a massive, massive punch up, <laughs> and it goes on for absolutely ages. And there's a bit where the black guy keeps kicking Rowdy Roddy Piper in the nuts, just kicks him in the nuts like about seven times. It's <laughs> brilliant. It's such a good film, right? So yeah, he's yeah. this he's this like homeless guy, and he finds this this box of sunglasses, and when he puts them on, he can see that. Um, about a third aliens, of the people are aliens, and all the billboards where it's like an advert for a computer, it will say "obey." Yeah, and then they go and uh, spoiler alert, they go and break the transmitter. That he sacrifices his life to break the transmitter. That means the signal is broken, so everyone can see the aliens what they are. And there's a brilliant bit when there's a there's a, a tip. There's an eighties um, woman riding on top of a man, right? And then the spell is broken, and she looks down, and it's an alien. And that's how the film ends. Excellent. So, um, yeah. Have you seen Kung Fu Fury on Netflix? Yeah, it's good. Have you seen that? Yeah. It's brilliant, it man. As well. It's a spoof of all It's a spoof of all that rubbish, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, that's what reminded me of it. So, right, what was your topic? 
Rubbish films that stayed with you abnormally long. Rubbish films, I'm going to write that down, that stayed with you abnormally... It's a long one, mate. Normal. I know, I, I invented that. I didn't say that the first time. OK. Rubbish films that stayed with you abnormally long and best fights. All right, Craig, nice one. Marvellous. Ta-ta. <laughs> Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Um, so we're just kind of just talking about stuff and seeing what uh, happens. Really, so we've got best fights. Uh, th- they live um, was uh, w- w- uh, was brilliant. I remember watching it as a kid. I thought I was younger when I watched it. But I think it was like nineteen eighty nine. It came out. So I must have been about seventeen. 16, 17. And it, I was watching it. It was flipping brilliant. I thought, I'll give this 10 minutes and I won't be able to stomach it. It was so good. It was so good. And just a ridiculous fight scene, but a brilliant fight scene. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Kath, do you want to come in? I'm going to, I'm going to blow your mind. I'm going to blow your mind with this book. I've been reading this book. Sit in that one there. I've been. I, I, I got. What, what, what a mind to blow. So I've been. So I've been in the hospital. I've been doing a lot of reading, right? Yeah. And I've been in because Mum's been in the hospital all weekend. All weekend. It's been long. Literally. Um, I mean, I was there for five or six hours today. About seven hours yesterday. Seven hours eating puddings. Eating a lot of puddings. I saw. Yeah. The puddings have been the the main. Um, uh, uh, um, thrill for me, and you know she's been out of it for the last couple of days. So I've just been sat there, read, did, did a bit of writing. Oh, I wrote my piece. Remember Ram Album Club? Yeah. We had Martin from Ram Album Club came on, and it's this thing where they get celebrities in inverted commas people to listen to classic albums that they've never heard and mm-hmm. then write about it. And I, I can't give any. Cl- I think my one comes out this weekend, right? I think it's this Friday or Saturday, or maybe Sunday. And I. I've been putting off... I've, well, to be honest, I'd forgotten about it. I'd forgotten about it. And I got an email from Martin um, on Friday saying, don't forget, we need your piece by next Friday. Did you fess up or did you go, oh, yeah? I went, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. Hastily typed up something. Um, we'll talk about it more next week because I don't want to give any clues... But let's just say Martin on Saturday, this is probably breaking the rules, but very kindly gave me the option of changing that album if I wanted to. And I said, no, I don't want to cheat. I don't want to bend the rules. Mm -hmm. We're going to stick with this album. And I wrote what I think is a very funny piece. I think it's a good piece. It's unusual, though. It's it's unusual. It is unusual. So, um... We'll see how that goes. So I did that. That was that was Friday and Saturday. I, I, I wrote that, and um, they got Wi-Fi there. You're not supposed to stream films. Oh man, alive! I was down. They got Wi-Fi where? In the hospital, of course. You're kidding me. Of course. Why would they not? Because you're supposed to be ill in there. Yeah, you're supposed. But well, they're supposed to provide you with the facilities to get better. Wi-Fi, of course, Blimey. makes you get better. It's almost worth wagging it, isn't it? Getting put in hospital so you can just use the facilities. Mum has just moved off of the uh, intensive care unit. Excuse me. About an, two hours ago, I got the phone call and. Um, Boy, oh boy, I'm glad. Because it's amazing in there. And she's going to be in a proper ward tomorrow, which I'm, I'm sure I will find incredibly annoying. It'll be completely different. But, um, man, the things I saw in that ward. Man, the things I saw in that ward. In terms of um, 
sick people and, yeah. and you know, getting ready to grieve families. You know, it's intensive care. People die there. Mm-hmm. And there was a, you know, poor lad in the, the, the bed next to us who looked so poorly. And, and um, you know, obviously the family very upset. And you just think, flipping heck, everything is so... And he was a young lad. Everything is so so precious and so fragile and so delicately... Balanced, you know. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened to anybody else there. You know, it, it was, it was. They were, they were great in keeping all, everyone very private and very separate and stuff. But flipping heck, you know. And some, you know, you go in the next day and someone would be, would have, would not be there anymore. And you're thinking, well, did they get better or did they die? You know, mm-hmm. it was, it was heartbreaking. And it, um, uh, it really does. All of the nurses there and the doctors were just incredible. Again, I suspect now we're on a, a normal ward. Things may change slightly in that kind of bureaucratic way that uh, hospital wards often do. Um, but um, here's a thing. Here's a thing that's been sat... I, I, I do this thing in this. 0844 499 1000 by the way is the telephone number. If anyone wants to give us a call you're more than welcome to. Um, but um, Here's the thing, right? So, mum was very, very ill. She was dying. Right? I mentioned this last week. Mum was dying. She was going to die. Yeah. And, um, you know, they were preparing me for that. And then they they fixed her. They fixed the thing that was killing her. Right. And mum's ill anyway with MS. So she's 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 had a lot of bad luck in terms of her in terms of her life, basically. In as much as my dad was a you know was a bit of an idiot. And in terms of her illness, you know, and, and all her money is gone because she's in this care home and she's blah, 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 blah. And there's not very much that she can do for herself at all. She has to be, she can't get out of bed, she can't dress herself, feed herself, all of this stuff. And um, I have a very strong suspicion that this, these last f- five days will have made her MS worse. Mm. You know, by the very nature of what the trauma that she has been through and the degenerative effects of multiple sclerosis, I suspect that, I mean, she is a lot worse than she was in terms of of, of her tremor. She tremors a lot and her speak, she can't really speak for a lot. It's partly because she's not eating or anything since Wednesday. Have they adjusted her medication stuff? They've done all, they're doing all that. And she got she got to have a little bit of a drink today for the first time since Wednesday. Imagine that, she's got a tube up her nose feeding her and all that stuff. She's on drip. Anyway, um... But I suspect that she will not recover to um, the the position of health, in inverted commas, that she was in before she went into hospital. I, suggest, yeah. I suspect that she'll be worse. And here's the thought, right, when they told me that my mum was going to die. And I'm saying this. There was a, there was a strong chance she was going to die. I didn't say she's going to die. There's a strong chance. And I'm saying this because I mentioned this to a friend with full of guilt and shame. And he went, oh, don't be so stupid, man. I'm sure loads of people think that, right? When they said she, there's a chance she might die, very upset and a little cry. And part of me thought, thank goodness. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And I thought, I thought, thank goodness, that that'll be a relief for her. And then when they said, oh, she's not going to die, we fixed her. I thought, fantastic, that's brilliant. And a little part of me went, oh dear, isn't that no? I th- I know it's not. I don't know what it is, but it's um. I'll tell you what it is. It's human. You've watched her suffer yeah. for a long time. I feel very guilty saying it. Very guilty saying it. Um, and years years ago, I had a conversation with her about, you know, um, suicide and stuff. And I said, have you ever thought about it? She said, yeah, yeah, I've thought about it. And I've spoken to people about it. But uh, I don't think I want to do it. And um, had she asked me to do it, I would have done it. Mm. I would have done it. 
So my dad, when my dad was dying, if he'd said, I can't stand this anymore, son, put a pillow over me. You know, I would have done it. I would have done it. And um, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't going to. I was going to read this bit from this book, which will blow your mind in a second. Will actually blow your mind. But I just thought I would say that because I've been. I, I tell you what I've been. I tell you why I'm saying it to get it off my chest because I feel guilty about it. I feel really guilty about it. And it's not because I begrudge or resent her. And I've had so much fun. The fun is the wrong word. I have had um, the, the, the bursts of pleasure being sat next to her for hours. Because I told you I was reading that Danny Baker book yeah. to her. And it's all effing and jeffing. And she was finding that hilarious, the foul language and stuff in it. And I had to whisper every time I got to it, to an F word. <laughs> I had to lower my voice a little bit. Um, and um, oh, I'm reminded of something else. We'll go to the break in a second. Sorry. Um, and... Um, so you know, so you know. I, I mean, I do resent her a little bit for various for, for various kinds of things. I think that's natural that, to resent your parents. Well, yeah. But why am I saying this? I don't know why I'm saying this. I just feel I have to get it off my chest. There was a part of me that re- was relieved when I was told that she might die, and there was a part of me that was disappointed when I was told that she was not going to die. I think that will become as no surprise to anyone who's watched yeah. someone, you know, with either a long term illness or you know. It's nuts, isn't it? You know what happened with my gran? Yeah. All of a sudden she wasn't herself anymore and there would be flashes of, of the old her and I used to yeah. go and... There was, a, there was a point at which I didn't feel like I wanted to phone her because she didn't care. She didn't really know who I was. I didn't know what to say and I realised I was kind of doing it. I was trying to save myself. Yeah. Everyone gets that, you know? And I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting it. Um... It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard watching what, someone that you love go through that. I tell you what, man, life is flipping hard work. And again, it's, I'm drawn back to that Miranda Soy book, and we'll get her on the show out of time. It comes out in June. It's about midlife crises, but it's not a ho, 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 ho. Oh, midlife crises, funny. It's like a real proper. She deconstructs her midlife crises and talks to all kinds of people about theirs and what they went through and why they're going through. It's, it's brilliant. And reading it when you're sat next to someone, sat next to your mother who you think is dying. Flipping heck, man! It was it was it was a trippy, I believe, is a phrase uh, the kids use. But um, it did not. Oh, I don't know. There's been a lot of thinking this weekend. But you know what it is, and I've, the the way I get over or get come to terms with it, you don't get over it, is that this hard stuff is the downside to loving somebody, and the only way you can get around that is by never feeling that for for anyone, and you don't want to live like that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul, stay there. Come to you after this. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Yes, Paul. Yes, Ian. How are you, bud? I'm good, thank you, mate. What you got for us, mate? Um, very, very similar to your situation with your mum. Uh, my mum's in a bad way, but but she's not happy with life. But because, only because you can't physically get on with life, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you know, NHS is great for your mum, and that's fantastic. What's happened? The situation there was brilliant, and that's it. But unfortunately, my mum, she can't get cured or get um, help she needs because at the end of the day, she's in the situation she is. And, and, and she has to accept that, right? And we can only support her, is what I'm, is what I'm saying to you, mate. So, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's hard work, this life thing, isn't it? Big time, but what, what I say to her is, I say, Mum, I'm, I'm 36 years old now. You know, you're in your 70s. We're all getting older. You know, uh, you've smoked all your life, Mum, you know. You, uh, what, you, 
himself a bit as well. But then, you know, when it comes towards the end of life, as in getting to your late um, old age pensioner sort of style, you've I mean, I've got a four-year-old son. I mean, my four-year-old son, Zach, he's, he's had a life. And that's, in my opinion, what keeps her going. Yeah. That's my opinion, that is, but... I but, can't um, take the bo- I can't I take the boys in to see my mum because she looks she looks rough as you know she's got all tubes because they took some of the tubes out today but she's got tubes up her nose and she had tubes in her neck so I, I, I don't really want the boys to see that and also she's she wouldn't what can we do but what can we do she probably wouldn't she probably wouldn't want them seen like no that, no no exactly and, and also they would be they would even on their best behaviour she'd find it very very tiring mm-hmm. which is not. Um, the thing. Paul, thank you very much indeed, mate. I appreciate that. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm going to blow your mind, right? I've been reading... Some ages ago, someone suggested we get an author on called Will Store, right? And I'd read one of Will's books years and years ago called Will Store versus the Supernatural. I nicked the title when I was doing my tour, Ian Lee versus Radio. Right. I nicked it from that. Loosely. Yeah, there are other people that have done, you know, similar things, but I, I, I nicked it from that. And Will Store versus the Supernatural is brilliant. He's he's kind of like I'm going to use lazy shorthand, which if I were to use it, I, I would be too embarrassed to use it to his face. He's kind of like a John Ronson. He's an investigative journalist, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes round, and it, it, his books are brilliant. And someone said, "Oh, you should get him on the show." And I thought, "Well, I've only read one of his books, so I don't, I don't know his stuff well. His oeuvre well enough to yeah. um, to get him on. So I'll get some more of his books. I bought a couple more of his books, and I finished the uh, Miranda Sawyer book." And I, this was the next one on the pile: the heretics' adventures with enemies of science. Right? Oh, blimey! Oh, it's it's in half good. So he's coming on. I messaged him yesterday, and um, he's going to come on. He knew who I was and stuff. Um, now, where was the bit? All oh, right. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, hang on a minute. Here we go. Right, so he's talking about brains mm-hmm. and how brain. Do you know how your brain works? I don't know how my brain works. Sometimes doesn't mine. No, well, exactly. Right. Go on. Listen to this. This is this is this may. I was reading this. I was reading it, and my eyes started going blurry because my brain was analysing itself. Right. This goes on a bit, but it's worth. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, so he's talking about brains and stuff. Um. Up to oh, where does it? Where's the best place? Um. Okay, up to 90% of what you're seeing right now is constructed from your memories. What? Practitioners of lucid dreaming know how convincing these mental models of reality are. When writer Jeff Warren was trained to wake up during a dream... Have you ever had a lucid dream? Yeah. I, w- I, um, I had a dream the other week that me, you and my mate Conan were in Edinburgh, at the Edinburgh Festival, and we were puffing away on a vape, <laughs> and, I, and I was having a pint of beer. It was lovely. Gosh, lovely! But you, it, the but the best thing is when you realise you're doing something naughty in a dream. Yeah. But you realise it's a dream, so you can go the whole hog. So you 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 get one in every hole. Might as well, eh? Hey, every hole's a goal in in a lucid dream. It's not your fault. No STIs in dreams. Are there? Are there? Are there? Maybe if anyone, if you've ever woken <laughs> they would up, would be in my dreams. If you've God. ever woken up with a, 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 an STR, as I used to call them, an STD. Um, because of um, practising your, your sleep, 0844, well, in your dream, not necessarily your sleep, in your dream, 0844 That includes clematis, according to my mother. Oh, don't talk about that. I've never seen one. Oh, you mean? All right. Um, 
uh, during a dream by experts Dr. Stephen Leberge of Stanford University, his mind's projection of the room that he had gone to bed in was so accurate he didn't realise he was still asleep. Oh, yeah. It was my room, seamlessly modelled by the brain, he writes in Head Trip. I could see the outlines of furniture from under the bottom edge of the mask, feel my bed underneath me, hear Kelly's breathing, everything was perfect, it even smelt like my room. Mm-hmm. And I only just recently realised that um, smelt doesn't have a T in it. Unless you're smelting some metal. Oh. Doesn't it? Smelled. I think you can I think you can put sp- Can you? Yeah, I think it's you just can. smelled. Like dreamt and dreamed. I think you can. Does dreamt have a T in With it? With a P as well. Dreamt. Yes. Isn't that nice? But it feels wrong. This experience is so common in students of lucid dreaming that Dr. Labarge teaches a variety of reality tricks, such as looking at a clock secondhand to see if it is be- behaving predictably to enable them to check if their eyes are open or closed. That's like in that film, um, Transference, Insurgence, Intransigence. Coherence. No. The one where Leonardo DiCaprio enters a dream, then he enters another dream in the dream. I haven't seen goes, it, but that's in... Fat, indefa, indefatigable. No. That's a good name for a film, guys. If anyone wants to make a movie called Indefatigable. Indefatigable. In, in. Anyway, in, that. In My Dreams, starring Leo, Leo DiCaprio. It's good, that film, whatever it is. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard a lot of people sounding thick talking about it. I watched it. it on a tiny telly in a hotel in Australia. Right. Um, and it, it was it was brilliant, but I'd like to watch it on a big screen. Yeah. Why? Because it's because it's very it's very. He goes into th- a, dr- a dream within a dream. A dream. He goes into one dream, then goes into a dream in that dream, and then a dream in that dream. So he's three dreams in. Blimey. In. Disputably. No. Indeniable. No. In defence of De Rose. In the name of De Rose. I've seen that. We all have these models. When we dream and it feels real, it is because our models of reality are so detailed and textured and perfect it might as well be. It's all out there, the sights, the noises, the textures and touches and scents. Our brains contain worlds, and it is mostly those worlds we are seeing when we are awake. Now, prepare to have your mind blown. Go on. If you're thinking that you must be misunderstanding all this because it's just too spooky, too grotesque, too much like a disturbing science fiction film, then I'm sorry to tell you that you are not. Ed, there's a phone call, please. Thank you. The truth really is this weird. We think of our eyes as open windows and our ears as empty tubes. Mm -hmm. We experience the out there as if we are a tiny homunculus. Okay. Gazing from holes in our heads at a world that is flooded with light music and colour. But this is not true. Here we go. Here we go. The things you are seeing right now Mm. are not out there in front of you, but inside your head. This is all fact. Right. Being reconstructed in more than 30 sites across, across your brain. The light is not out there. The objects are not out there. The music is not out there. A violin has no sound without a brain to process it. A rose has no petal. A rose petal has no colour. It is all a recreation, a vision, a useful guess about what the world might look like that is built well enough that we are able to negotiate it successfully. I feel a bit sick. Yeah, I know. It makes my eyes hurt saying this. Bear with me. I don't normally read on the radio. Of course, real versions of everything are out there, but not the versions you 
are seeing. The one that's pointing at me now. It's the thing, right, I'm wearing a green shirt, and to me this looks green, and to you it looks green, but I don't know what green looks like to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what green looks like to me, it looks like this. Yeah. And green looks like this to you, but I don't know what green looks like to you. So it was like we've accepted... Right, yeah. <sighs> These are merely your brain's impressions of how the world appears. Our eyes, skin, tongue and ears receive information, not as pictures, touches, tastes or notes, but as pulses of electricity. It's like being in the flipping matrix, isn't it? That is all we really know. The pulses. Your brain translates those pulses into a recreation of reality that it can sensibly interact with. It is not known how all this disparate electrical data coalesces into the experience we all have of viewing some kind of inner television screen, but we do know there is no television in your head, no single area, that is, which all the neural wiring leads to. We also know that the brain has a great many slights and shortcuts and mirage-generating powers in its arsenal and that it somehow manages to bring them together into one central illusion that that reality and your place within it is simple, understandable and clear. Under its spell, you have become, in the words of neuroscientist Professor Chris Frith, the invisible actor at the centre of the world. So what he's saying is, right, oh, there's another bit. I mean, just, oh, we're going to go to a break. There's, there's, um, oh, there's one more bit where it says, here we go. Um. As you, uh, the, the, they talk about a guy who can hear for the first time, and mm-hmm. he couldn't understand. He, he couldn't he, when they fixed his hearing. He couldn't hear anything. He just felt vibrations, and then over a period of months, his brain translated those vibrations into sound. Yeah. As you might expect, it takes time for the brain to take its multi-sensory barrage of pulses and to process it into its grand illusion. Estimates vary, but the most dramatic that I come across came across had it that we are all living half a second in the past. The now we appear to be experiencing is another illusion, a prediction that the brain calculates once it's received the already slightly out-of-date information from the senses. If a ball is thrown into the air, your brain predicts it will be slightly closer by the time you see it and therefore moves it to the correct place, enabling you to catch it. <laughs> Boom! Hey. Isn't that nuts? That's like two pages... I mean, this book is... is, 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 is he's such a good writer. He's such a good writer. I'm, I'm dis- well, I'm not dis- I'm excited that I've kind of only just recently re-stumbled on him because it means I've got quite a few books to catch up on. But and I've, now my head literally hurts from thinking that what I am seeing, it might... It, it's not like that. My brain is, is filling in the blanks. It says when some people go blind in one eye that, that, or they lose a bit of their vision in a certain space... The brain sometimes compensates by, like, drawing cartoon characters or, 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 you know, just filling in the blanks. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't know what this means to any of us, but I think basically what it means is we're all screwed. Talk radio. It's all getting a bit heavy, guys, and I don't mind that. One more bit I want to read from this book about um, colours and sight. It's incredible. Will Store, The uh, the, uh, Heretics, Adventures of the Enemies of Science. It's such a good book. Um, He's going to come on the show maybe in the next couple of weeks. 0844 499 1000. We can talk about that. We can talk about um, the hospital. We can talk about Angelos. We'll play Katie Hopkins bingo as well after 11. She's on the other side. What do you think the, uh, the old stirrer is banging on about tonight? Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. 
No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 1000. We'll play Katie Hopkins bring a bit. I'm reading. I'm, I'm, I, I can, I've been reading to my mum and I quite enjoy reading. Indulge me. We're reading from um, Will Storr's book, The Heretics. Right. It's such a good book. Um, um, uh, there's two bits I want to read. They're quite long. Oh, do you know what? I don't care. I'm going to read them. Vision is, is of such importance to the construction of your virtual realm that one third of the human brain is devoted to its processing. And yet your eyes themselves are nowhere near as good as you've been led to believe. Hold out your arm and look at your thumbnail. That's about the extent to which your sight is clear, coloured and detailed. Beyond 10 degrees from this vivid centre, your vision is blurred, wow. black and white and only able to detect potentially important information. But you think that you can see all around your thumb, don't you? You can. I, you think you can see everything around you. You can't, right? Oh, no. It achieves the effect of showing you a detailed hole by building it up surreptitiously. Your eyes di- dart at high speed around the scene that you're in and takes multiple high-definition snapshots. You are fooled into thinking your gaze is steady, still, and under your conscious control. But in fact, these saccades, which are the fastest movements made by the human body, happen up to five times a second. So five times a second, your eyes moving all over the place, filling in the blanks. They are sensitive to change. And from what it shows you, it edit outs the, it, you don't notice it. It edit outs the jarring motion. Right? It also overlays a series of magnificent special effects, including colour and movement, filling in your blind spot and adding depth, generating a 3D version of what neuroscientists claim we only see as 2.5D. Right. This is the last bit I'm going to read. Right. Only because it, it blew my flipping mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Let me get. We need some. Um, let me get some appropriate. Uh, get some appropriate music for this. Trump and indeed. Oh no 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 no! no, no, no. That's, that's Hopkins. No. That's Hopkins. That's for Hopkins. Bingo. That's for later on, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh. Sorry, guys. We got a bit carried away there. This is. Uh... I don't like it when it catches me by surprise no, like that. No. Mm, no. There we go. Oh, let you play now. There we go. Right. So this is the last bit. This is about colour. Right. right. Go on. Um, the world appears to be coloured because in the back of each eye, in an area of just one square millimetre, we have three varieties of cone that interpret incoming visual information as either red, blue or green. Every colour you will ever see is a blend of this triumvirate of basics. We assume that this is simply what the world looks like, but yet again, this is a lie. The atoms that make everything up have no colour. There are no colours inside the brain. Light waves are not coloured. So where are the colours? They are another illusion created in specific cells in the brain that have been located, some informed, in the visual area of the... And it goes into the... A fish, such as a skate, has no colour cones at all and so experiences the world in black and white. If you now feel superior to the skate and assume that you, the special human, have access to the full and fantastic panoply of shades that make up true reality, then I'm afraid that I have to tell you that some birds and insects have four, five or even six colour receptors compared to our three. Their experience of the multi-multi-multi-coloured world is impossible for any human to even to begin to imagine. Isn't that nuts? So there are there are creatures out there. There are birds that see more colours than we can even see. 
Now, when you know that, right, when you know that everything you are looking at, and it goes into hearing, everything you are, you, everything you are hearing, you are seeing, and you are feeling, and you are tasting, is made up in your head, then doesn't that make, doesn't that make anything possible? Anything is possible. Ghosts could be possible. No. Yes. But ghosts could be possible because... But there could be a colour we can't see. There, there is a there is a colour that we cannot see. At least one colour that we as humans will never experience. It was, it was um, in the Danny Baker book, actually. I was reading it to my mum. He, he wanted to be colour blind, right? And he tried to fake the colour blind test at school. Those tests are weird. The psychedelic numbers, right? And it, it turns out he was colour blind. He, he wasn't colour blind. But he met somebody one day that was colour blind. And apparently when it's um, snowy weather, they used to play football with a, an orange football, mm -hmm. right? And this guy said that when um, the football was going over the snow, he could see the football. But if some of the snow melted and the orange football was going over the green grass, the ball disappeared, <laughs> right? right? So what other things are out there that we can't see, but like, the thrush can see. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You know, and they, you know, sometimes um, they say that, uh, and I suspect this is bullshine, but the animals are more receptive to spirits, right? But supposing, and not necessarily ghosts, you know, but supposing they are seeing something that we can't see because our eyes aren't built for us to see it. I'm talking interdimensional travel, guys. You totally That's are. This talking. is the sort of conversation we should be having at Edinburgh, having smoked something really This is bizarre. the sort of conversation we should be having at two o'clock in the morning um, when we're starting to come down from the LSD. Um, Craig's on the line. Good evening, Craig. Yeah, sorry to call back. That's all right, Craig. Literally no one else is bothered, so it might as well just be, be us. All right, then I'll relax a bit. Yeah, go on. It might be this that I read. Remember before I phoned in about uh, dreaming and looking at the watch face? Oh, yeah, yeah, you did, you did mention something, and then you went on about, um, the Jews, so I kind of lost track, but yes, go on. Oh, don't bring that up again. Sorry, boss. They're free now. Yeah. Um, and also, tying in, I might have read something, I don't think I've read this guy's book, but I've read, maybe read someone that, uh, summarised it or something. Yeah. But we're blind for two hours in a day. No, it's four hours in a day. Is it four let's, hours? Let's, 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 let's say three. Let's split the difference. Right. Catherine, why are we blind for three hours in a day? Not when we're asleep. I don't know. Blinking. <laughs> you add up all the blinking, that's between two and four hours a day also, that you're blind. Also, but yeah, but yeah, also when you blink, right? And this is it. When you blink, you can carry on walking driving. and driving when you blink because your brain is filling in the gaps for you. But if you pan a video camera, you've got to do it really slowly, yeah? yeah. Like, yep. like in wedding videos. But our mind does it, and you can change focus and all that. Yeah. What your mind is doing is blanking out the, the movement. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. My... So for two hours, our mind, our eyes move around the room, and it's blind to our brain. When you get a new video camera and you're not you've not seen the videos yet don't you find that you use the camera like you use your eyes my dad's videos that he shoots <laughs> make me feel sick because yeah. he looks around like he does with his head you know with his video camera and, and it's like, like it's awful it's like riding a waltzer and like if you have a hair or a piece of skin sticking on your nose you can see it mm -hmm. whereas you ignore your nose 
so you can always notice if something's <laughs> stuck on your nose. You're making me look at my nose now. You're right. Yeah, so your nose is always there, so you just block it out in your mind. Can you see your nose? Yeah, I can. I can see one side of it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it was on um, that that show, ducks, duck quacks don't echo with on, on Sky. The oh, babies yeah. uh, for an hour or so, because we see upside down. It takes an hour or so for a newborn to actually, well, a, a new seeing baby, to notice that when they move their left arm, it's their right side of their eye. They see that, in, if you understand. I, d I do understand. I do understand. I understand that w the, the more you think about this, the more insane you are likely to go. We are yeah, all... I love all this. We, well, I, 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 I don't, because it, it is actually giving me a proper genuine headache. And how does a telly have red, blue and green to make all the colours? What do you mean? If you, in the old tellies, when you went straight right up to the screen... Yeah. It wasn't red, blue, and oh, yellow. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. red, blue, and green. But that made yellow. Well, they must have made... But no, well, no, they must have made the green. If you if you look at an old telly, it's the, the th light has got red, yellow... Yeah. And, yeah, but telly, it doesn't. I'd never understood that. Adrian yet. says, and I, I trust Adrian, he, he tweets good stuff. Mm. Right. Goldfish see all sorts of extra light waves, infrared, etc., they can see the beams from your TV remote control. Flipping it! Doesn't do them any good though, does it? And dogs can only watch telly because it's all oh, we've all got HD tellies now. They couldn't watch the old CRT. Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! Hang on a minute! You're telling me that my dog Sophie couldn't watch our old Grundig, but my no. new dog can watch the the sharp Acuos. It would have been a strobe to her if she'd watched an old telly. Like when you photo video a telly, a stroke. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what dogs see with their eyesight. How do you, how do we know that? I guess they asked a dog. There we go, Craig. Thank you very much indeed. It really is mind-bending stuff, this, isn't it? This is this is why this is why books should be banned because it gets people thinking. Mm. This is the brain. This is the brain, and it's that weird thing, right? We've all got one. Some of us have. And we haven't got a clue how it works. Haven't got a clue how it works or what the hell it does. 0844 499 1000. As Simon, stay there. Come to you after this. Uh, Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844-499-1000. We're all kind of blowing our minds a little bit, guys, with this Will Stall book. We'll get him on. He's, he's such a good writer, and whoever reminded me of him, thank you very much. A few of you did, actually. Um, so, uh, thank you very much for that. Let's go to Simon. Yes, Simon. Hey, how you doing, Ian? You all right? I'm all right, Simon. What you got for us, boss? Right, well, while you're down the rabbit hole, yeah. my mate blew my mind the other day with this thing. Have you heard of the uh, Mandela Effect? The Mandela Effect? No. Yeah, it's named after because a lot of people thought that uh, Nelson Mandela had died in the 80s and then he was still alive, obviously, died 2013. Yeah. But there's all these little imperfections where people think it's like a, a parallel universe and there's like a little glitch. Like, a, oh. Do you remember people talk about the Lindbergh baby? They refer to that as like this missing baby that was never found. The Lindbergh baby? No. Yeah, it was like this sort of... Uh, these, I think they were politicians, their baby went missing and everyone blamed them for killing it. Blah, oh, blah, blah. Kath's nodding, you remember this, do you? Yeah, wasn't that in a Bronson book? Yeah, I think so, but um, it, everyone believes that it was never found, but in this time stream, apparently, if you Google it now, the baby was actually found, like, 12 weeks later, and 
Like, you know the line uh-huh. in Forrest Gump, uh, life is like a box of chocolates? Yeah. It's actually life was like a box of chocolates. If you Google that as well. And there's all these little hang weird things. Hang on a things. second, hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> You're trying to tell me that there are, are, are two different versions of Forrest Gump existing in two different timelines, and somehow they got switched... Yeah, yeah, or something like that. To well, miss, because to misquote a film doesn't mean <laughs> that necessarily that we've quotes. slid into another another um, parallel universe. No, it's not all film quotes. I can't remember any off the top of my head right now. But he went through a whole list of these things, like you know, remember in Tiananmen Square, where everyone remembers that guy standing in front of the train uh, yeah. and can be run over. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wasn't run over. He he walked away quite. You can look at it on Google now and look at the video. A lot of people remember him being run over by the tank. He was never actually run over. So it's our own brains lying to us. Well, the, Memories. Well, my mate, the conspiracy theorist, the one that you made, who put me onto all this, his excuse is that we've been shifted into a parallel universe, but the only thing that's not affected is memory. <laughs> so we're right. seeing all this new stuff, but we're remembering the older versions or some. That sounds like an excuse from someone who's always misquoting films and will never accept that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> good, yeah, good point. But anyway, yeah, if you, if you Google it, you can explain it more than I can. But well, it's I'm quite going interesting. Hang on, the Mandela effect. Yeah. I'm, hang on, let me have a bit of a little... I, I, something just came up, and then I got rid of it. The Mandela Effect... All right, but it doesn't mention... All right. All right. It, it doesn't mention shifting uh, dimensions, right? The Mandela <laughs> Effect is a term where a group of people all misremember the same detail. This is... I'm getting goosebumps. The Mandela Effect is a term where a group of people all misremember the same detail, event or physicality. It's named after the instance in which a large group of people all shared the same memory that Nelson Mandela died prior to his actual death, usually sometime in the 1980s. That's it, yeah. There are images for the Mandela Effect. Um, Yeah, there was... uh, What's the other one? Uh, A lot of people remember that there was this... Uh, painting of Henry VIII with eating a turkey leg. I don't know if you remember that or something. I don't know if I was in that time zone with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it doesn't exist anyway in this one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember a painting. I know that that's the standard standard issue Henry VIII, isn't it? Well, with the turkey leg. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well, that painting doesn't exist. It's a memory. Oh. You try and find it. Uh, mate, there's, there's a website, MandelaEffect.com. Oh, blimey, here we go. Uh, there you go. Down Al- the rabbit Alternate hole. memories slash alternate realities. Um, question. Does accepting the Mandela Effect increase slides? In discussions oh, yeah, with friends... Sliders. That's how he explained it. Do you remember the TV show? Oh, it's the Love Sliders. It was such yeah, a good programme. like that. That's how he explained it. <laughs> In discussion with friends, a question has been raised. When someone accepts the idea that the Mandela effect is real, does this reduce one's resistance to it, and does this result in more frequent slides from one reality to another? Oh, flipping heck, man. <laughs> but there's all these videos of these, like, dramatic American bloggers and stuff doing their own little videos of music. Oh, and there's loads of latest memories. Quite believable. At the start... Um, this is, well, this is tomorrow, sort of, in the hospital <laughs> on the Wi-Fi. At the start of 2016, I asked people to use the contact form to let me know about alternate memories they didn't see in articles or on my memories list and related comments page. Recently reported memories include... <laughs> <laughs> what? Johnny Quest or Johnny Quest... One has an H, one doesn't have an H. Oh, that's a bit of a stretch. As you can see from the DVD set from the first season, illustrated at the right, and then it goes on to, uh, oh, man alive. I've, there is There are loads of things I remember happening that no one else remembers so you, you, happening. You slid. Flipping heck, man. 
I'm going to blow my nose, I'm so upset. <laughs> All right, well, I'll leave you with that. That's, that's a whole morning sort of anyway. mate. Thank you very much indeed. That's tomorrow's uh, hospital Wi-Fi getting caned. Anyone else feeling uncomfortable? I mean, I'm, 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 I'm starting to wonder whether my mum's memory is really bad or she's just a real slider. Well, that was the rumour. <laughs> as. Good evening, Ian, as you were. As you were, sir. Stand easy, stand down. Speaking of uh, minds being blown, I'm watching you on Periscope as I speak to you on the phone and it's making my brain melt a little bit. Why is that, buddy? Because there's a slight delay and it's confusing me oh, and I it looks there's... like I'm watching you in another dimension saying different things. How, um... Uh, people <laughs> were saying, remember when 10 till 1 on the radio was rubbish. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, how big is the delay on Periscope? I don't know. I think it's only... Oh, you're doing that thing now. I think it's only a few seconds. Oh, what? Did you just see me doing... I'm going to... I'm doing, tell me when you can see what I'm just doing now. Right. Anything? No. Okay. Ah, yes, there it is. Okay. There we go. You got that. So it's about, it's about 15 <laughs> saluted seconds. saluted me. I uh, salute you too, sir. Thank you, sir. What, what, what have you got for us, Az, or is that it? Well, sir, I, I, I heard you mention people who are colourblind, and I'd like to uh, put it out there that I am red-green colourblind. So red-green. if you'd like to ask me anything about my disability, I'd be happy to answer. Okay, well, what shirt am I wearing on Periscope, then? I, do, am I topless oh, to you? Yeah. Um, is it green? Well, yeah, but... But what do you, what are you seeing? I mean, is it just some greens you can't see? All greens? No, it's some some greens and browns look confusing to me. I can't tell the difference between some greens and browns, between okay. some blues and purples. Um, and the, the orange, throwing an orange on the grass does indeed make it invisible. <laughs> oh, yeah! That's what I'm talking about. And how many um, um, uh, uh, women or gentlemen, I don't know which way you swing, how many people have you managed to get into bed with um by being disabled hmm it's hard to say because i can't tell the colors properly i don't know what species they were wowzers wowzers yes exactly it is actually that serious well are you are you actually colorblind as are you uh, jerking my invisible green chain no, seriously, I'm red-green colourblind. At school, for the first few years, no-one believed me, and they just thought I was sick and I hadn't learnt my colours yet. Yeah. But then I did the funky test, and I couldn't see any of the numbers, and they finally believed me. All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do. For the, for the first couple of years of you calling this show as, I'm not going to believe you, and I'm going to think you're thick. OK. And then in 2018, I'm going to accept that you're colourblind, and I'll, I'll, I'll apologise, and I'll feel really bad for teasing you for two years. Is that OK? That seems perfectly reasonable to yeah. me, yes. Thank you, Az. Nice one. Let's go to Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Ah, oh, just in time for the Pee Wee Herman music. Thank you just very much. in time, Bruce. I saw you were coming, so I got it queued up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to do a funky test, by the way? That sounds like an amazing thing to do. Well, you you remember those tests, don't you? It was the um, yeah, yeah. swirly psychedelic numbers, man. And you, you could, you know, as Danny Baker says in his book, he was so disappointed the numbers leapt out at him. It was the test that only boys seemed to fail. <laughs> boys, are, boys are more more likely to be colourblind than um, um, what can I be described as girls? Mm. Um, I don't know why. I, I've never met anyone who failed that test. Though. I've never shook the hand of a colourblinder. Could, couldn't be a pilot, and I don't think you can join the army. 
No, there are certain things that you can't do. I've actually got a friend who's red, green, colour blind. It wasn't the last caller, by the way. I've never met that guy. No, um, lucky you. But yeah, especially especially like when he watched football and stuff like that, he said it was affected. And um, yeah, there are there are a list of things that you cannot like try and do as a profession because of it. But I don't see it as being a disability. I see it more as like a mutant power of some kind. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Go on. <laughs> But no, that was it. I mean, what I actually phoned up for was a couple of things. Uh, the first one was because I heard about Forrest Gump, I left on the phone about uh, the phrase, life is like a box of chocolates. And you're looking to have your mind blown tonight. Yeah. Do you know why that line is said? Well, he's holding a box of chocolates, isn't he? He's holding a box of chocolates, but think about what he says. He says, life is like a box of chocolates. Never you never know, know what, what you're going to get. get. You do if you read the map. Well, that's exactly the point, Kathy. You hit the nail on the head. In America, you don't get a little card telling you what's in the Oh, yeah! And so, all of a sudden, that makes sense. And the president of that... The president of that chocolate mapless country has the gall to come over here and tell us how to vote in the EU referendum when they haven't even got maps in their milk tray. Sort your dairy box out, this mate. This is ridiculous. It's, it, it, it baffles me. I mean, who would... It, Chances, this, I mean, we have, we have... Well, that's it. We have rebels. And we all know to avoid a bag of rebels. Yeah. Mm. It takes to get the coffee one, yeah, or the orange one. I think you can learn... One. I think you can learn to read you, a rebel. You can you, 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 size and size. Guys, and I've like got that, some. Yeah. I've got some good news for you. I eat a lot of Revels. The coffee and the orange ones have gone. What? They are no longer part of the Revel family. It's only the good <laughs> stuff. Oh, don't cry, don't cry, Bruce. I'm not. Oh, he's I'm laughing. laughing. It's <laughs> only the good ones in there. The fake Malteser, the um, chocolate raisin, um, the toffee the one, the toffee one. That's my favourite. Uh, the solid chocolate one, and I think there's one more. Yeah, there was always like a button, wasn't there? Yeah, the button, chocolate button. There we go. Yeah, we go. That's okay. that's it. So, Bruce, you dig into those Revels, buddy. You enjoy yourself. The sweet I don't much. get, the sweet I, I don't yeah. get, it's the Mars bar for lazy people. It, they call, are they called Mars planets or something? Oh, yeah. And it's oh, a, it, yeah, I don't get that. It's the separate ingredients for Mars bars in different bowls, right? If I yeah. want the separate ingredients, I'll bite the top of the Mars bar off and then I'll suck mm-hmm. the bottom. Mm-hmm. Cheeky. And these, the which, would, you, would you not try and get the three components and yeah. just eat them all at the same time anyway? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's complete nonsense. We need to, we need to ban this sick filth, I think. Mm. Bruce? No, I'm, I'm with you. Excellent stuff, mate. Thank you very much indeed. 0844 499 1000. I'm reminded, okay, that today my mum uh, was well enough to have um, access to a television for a little bit, right? This is what I remembered. And I got to see a TV programme that you lot will have seen before. I don't really watch TV anymore, and, I, and my life is so much better for it. Um, but I got to see a bit of a TV programme that I'd never seen before. I think you've seen it. Go on. Judge Grinder. <laughs> Judge Rinder. Is that... Is it not... No. Because he was acting a bit. Well, yeah. Well, let's call him Judge Grinder. It's pronounced Rinder, is it, not Rinder? Rinder. All right, Judge Grinder. Um... And we had to watch it with the volume down low, so low that we couldn't really hear what was saying on. But basically, he's like the campest, baldest, gayest version of Judge, Judge Judy. Judy. But not as good as Judge Judy. It's even shot... It's English. It's English, right, is it? Mm, yeah. But it's even shot on the same film stock that Judge Judy is. They, they, they must be selling it to the States. They've treated it... It's like they've, they've filmed it, showed it in America, and taped it off the telly. Which one was it that you saw? 
it was, it was, he had two common people on there. Yep. That's every week. And she lied to him. She won. That's every week. But he lied. Did he give her a fridge? He said, don't ever lie to a judge again, and especially not me. Dismissed. And at the end, it's all the same shots as Judge Judy. The one I saw was, a, again, a common couple. Yeah. Let's call them that. You know what I'm talking about. He was a lot older than she was. Yeah. They'd bought a flat together. Unmarried, of course. And he'd bought her a fridge. Yeah. And they were arguing over custody of the fridge. And Rinda took great delight in saying, and so at what point in this romance did you decide... To bequeath her the gift oh, God. of refrigeration. And he's a real man. Yeah, he's a real man. I don't think he's a real judge. He's a real barrister. Oh, for crying out I think he's out. just having fun. I had a great idea. Me and my uh, friend, um, who was it? Jeremy, who's a producer. He, we had a great idea for a show, right? And God knows why no one picked up on this or picked this up. It was such a good show. It would be me, right? It would be Judge Judy, but for kids. Right. So it'd be me, and we'd have it like, like a courtroom and stuff. So it'd be, be like s- my kids. She's put her leg on me. Yeah, right. But Bert is the 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 black sheriff, yeah. isn't on them. Bert, tell us a bit about this. Right. Okay. So she's claiming that she's stolen her sweets. Right. Okay. Let's hear your side of things, and if you do it all properly and serious, right? Go right. Right. Okay. Well, she's going to give you five sweets, but you will give her a two-second Chinese burn. <laughs> and then you go out and do that, and, they, and no one, no one, no one went for Why it. Why not? I thought that would be brilliant. You I'm good with kids. I, you, I'm good with kids. I can, I, I can speak. You their didn't language. make mine cry. Well, she stole the hummus. You stole her hummus. No, so she, she was, was the, she was hogging the flipping hummus, right? She was three. She was three, and she was hogging the hummus. Here's the thing, right? If you're having a, a meal where it's all dippy dippy shake shake, right? Don't hog the hummus. She put it. She was. Ho- she put it right in front of her. Put it back in the middle of the table. No. Well, I'm having the hummus. I like. She hummus. looked away and you whipped it out from underneath her and she Good. looked down and Serve- it was gone and oh, serves her right. Crumpled. Serves her right. Serves her right. And I hope she's. Le- has she ever done it since? Lesson learned. No, but she still talks Judge about Gr- that nasty Judge man. Grinders. Judge Grinders in the house. Rough justice. Rough justice with Judge Grinder, ladies and gentlemen. I think. I think we found the level. Oh eight four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We'll call you back. Katia, Gatford, Dennis, stay there. Come to you after this. Right, OK, so what have we talked about tonight? Basically, I'm glad I'm glad we read that um, bit from Will's store. I know it's kind of a bit clunky and it, 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 it slowed things down a bit. But it has prompted... Um, an amazing conversation, including this thing called the Mandela effect, where we, um, um, uh, what's that? I don't know what that is about. Um, oh, wait, 444 is the uh, phone number. Dennis! Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Vietnam! What you got for us, Dennis? Anyway, yes, Lindbergh Baby was found dead. Uh, it was uh, Lindbergh himself was an American uh, hero. Yes. He was the first one to fly across the Atlantic single-handed. I think he landed in Ireland. And then uh, this chap kidnapped the baby for ransom. And, of course, uh, they found it dead. They finally chalked it up to some ex-German prisoner of war. Yeah. He got executed. I don't think he actually did it. I think it was a put-up job just to get rid of him. But that, that's where the Lindbergh business started. 
But Lindbergh was, um, but, as I say, he was... But apparently, in one... Apparently, that baby was never found. Yes, it was. He was found dead. But that's only because we've gone over to this new reality. That's right, yep. So do you remember when it wasn't found? Uh, no, because I was what's that, I was a youngster, I was in the 30s. And I was a lot younger than I am now, but I do remember that the baby was found. And, and that... Um, and you... you, uh, you In the paper about you it. You had an alibi. I don't know, nothing to do with me. No, 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 I'm not saying it was, I'm just asking, did but you have an alibi? I couldn't climb up uh, and get in the window. It was that would too, be, yeah. too small for me. That would be your uh, your alibi. My alibi. I missed that story. I don't know that story. I'll have to have a little look into uh, into that. Yeah, Lindbergh. Dennis, he was uh, the first one to fly the Atlantic. Say, say hello to Katia. Okay, Katia. Uh, yes, Dennis. Hello. How do you do? What's he doing? What's he doing to you tonight? Did you oh, no. oh, oh, I thought I thought you would answer by how do you do? Because they told me when you say how do you do, you have to say how do you do. How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> well, I do very well, thank you very much. <laughs> Where are we going from there? I don't know. Um, it's lovely to hear from you. Um, it's lovely to hear from Ian because he owes me ten quid at the end of this month. Is it your is it your was it your birthday? No, it will be, and he reckoned I wouldn't make 91, so... Oh, congratulations! But he Almost. didn't hear either. Yeah. Did what, I... are you, what are you going to do for your birthday? He's... What are we going to do? Yes. Well, I should think my sons will come round and get me blind drunk as usual. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, is that really reasonable for... You? No, I've got three magnificent sons, and they look after my wife and I, so... Oh, Grumble. I don't doubt we'll be pouring wine down my neck. So that's controlled drunkenness, is it? Yes, that's right. But I, I said I'm at home, so when you fall out of the chair onto the carpet, I don't fall out outside. Not too far. Oh, that's lovely. I'm really. What about the presents? Well, that's usually it's usually wine. Tell me about. I've got most things I need in life. You should move to Italy or something. Are Italy? For the Vino? Vino? Yes. Well, that's great. Well, as I say, me and my missus have been together 67 years, so we've been all right. Oh, that's lovely. Two months younger than I am. I had 300 and 350 oh, by the time she came along. She had what? <laughs> Thanks for calling, Dennis. Oh, bye. Ta-ta. Oh, Katia, what was that about? I was losing the I... will, to will to live there. <laughs> We well, were. no. Well, you were very boring. He was quite interesting, <laughs> but I'm, you you sucked the life. You yeah, sucked um, the life out of my you show. Suck the life of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, so I have this. Uh, do you remember Beckenham? Hello. <laughs> when when will it ever become acceptable, Cassia? Yeah. To do Jimmy Savile impressions again. What's his impression? Not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Now then, now then, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have got a letter here from a young lady who would like to meet Adam Ant and his aunts. Well, we can fix it for you. Now then, now then. Wait, it, it's unacceptable to do that. Mm. Yeah, I remember the first time I saw him on the telly and as a foreigner, seeing him. As a foreigner? Yeah, I couldn't really get it. Is well, it you're lucky you didn't get it because most people did. Did? What do you know? Unfortunately. 
That's the problem. I wanted to talk about Beckenham. Have you seen Judge Grinder? I don't know him, no. He is um, a judge. <laughs> oh, did you let one out then, Katia? <laughs> Why don't you want to listen to my story? It sounded like you let one out there. <laughs> you did, didn't you? Oh, oh come no. on. We've all. Katia, Katia. Okay. Have you farted? But you. <laughs> What? Never? Yes, of course. Exactly, we all... We all... I sometimes fart when I'm doing the show. No, no, no. This story of mine. I sometimes... (laughs) Here's the thing, right? And this is... We're we're kind of dispelling the the shame and the embarrassment around mental illness. Well, also, we should get rid of the the embarrassment around bum holes. W-H-Y... Yeah, bum holes. And blowing off. Yeah. It exactly. happens. We all do it. Even the Queen lets rip every now and then. And, and, even and even Mother Teresa used to enjoy dropping her guts. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. This, even no. even the Pope yes. has passed air through poo. Please. Yeah. For once in your lifetime. Even, even Jesus himself I don't care. would have cut the cheese. Yeah. Everyone, maybe he didn't actually. Maybe his was, was special. I don't know. But everybody, everybody, every man and woman that has walked this yeah. earth, every man, and let me, let me actually, let me correct myself. Every man or woman that's got an anus. Uh, do you know of one that hasn't got Well, one? you just, you, the thing is, yes, I do actually, Katia. Yes, there's a kid at our school who didn't have an anus. <laughs> no. It's funny, is it? Is that funny to laugh no, at a little disabled no, kiddie? No, funny, but wow. I don't believe you. That's not a possibility. In this country... You can't. In, what country are you from, Germany? You're, no, In Germany, uh, it might be acceptable to laugh at disabled children. In this country, we don't do that. We don't do that. Uh, I must check that out, because I don't think that you could survive without an anus. Some people... Some people don't have an anus. That is a fact. Yes, OK, they might have, yes, after an operation or something, but... Hold on a second, let me think. What did you say? What did you call in for, Katia? <laughs> Tell you what, we'll find out after this. We have ways of making you talk. Man, I'm tired tonight. Very, very tired tonight. It turns out, um, it, it's not just sitting still in the hospital for seven hours, is it? Uh, which is what I have been doing pretty much every day for the last few days. Uh, it, it, it's also very stressful as well, isn't it? I would go off, Katia, and I would um, have my pudding... And then I would go and have a little doze in the car for 40 minutes. And I always think, I always feel sorry for myself when I sleep in my car. Are you talking to me? Is your name Katia? Hello? Yeah, we go. I always, let's try someone else. Hang on. I always feel sorry for myself when I have a little sleep in my car, Gatford. Really? Why is that? I just think it's pathetic. <laughs> and I mean pathetic in the in the literal sense of the word. I don't mean all. all do, you, do you mean in the sense that you feel like that's, you know, that's where you do your sleeping? No, hang on a minute. Let me Google the word pathetic and see exactly what it means, because I think I mean Sorry. it in its literal sense. One second. How do you do, Katia? Um, uh, how do you do? Uh, well... Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Shush. Pathetic. Yep. Miserably inadequate. There we go. Yeah. I, I, I feel that, by, uh, that, that me sleeping in the car is miserably inadequate, and it arouses is, pity. Is that because you feel... Is that because you suddenly feel like, ah, oh, I can't even make it home to the bed, I have to sleep in the car? Or well, no, because I could have no made home. it home to the... I could have made it home to the bed, but then it's half an hour there, sleep for an hour, half an hour is yeah. two hours. If you have 40 minutes in the car, well, you do the math. 
Do you do you feel like that if you have a sleep after a long journey and you know you need to sleep a bit because you've yeah, going right, let me try, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, stay there, let me just, um, right, stay yeah. there, hang on a minute, let me try it again. I always feel sorry for myself when I sleep in the car, I feel it's a bit pathetic, Tom. Oh yeah, sorry, um, it's very uncomfortable, how do you get straight? Well, th- thank you, Tom, that's a good question. What I like to do is... I push the driver's seat back and the passenger's seat as far as it will go. I sleep in the driver's seat. I roll the driver's seat back so that it's it's lying f- a bit flat but not completely flat. Yeah. I then go onto my left-hand side. My two legs are draped into the footwell of the passenger seat. And my um, head is uh, is in between the seat and the headrest. I have a gap, and I put my right arm over the back of the headrest. For those of you oh. who are watching on uh, Periscope, it looks yeah, like... Yeah, could you demonstrate? Oh, it looks like this. You'll get it in a few seconds. That's how, I, that's how I do it, Tom. And I just think it's pathetic. How long could you sustain that position? Presumably you get coagulation in your legs. Two hours, I think, is the longest I've slept um, wow. in that position. And I, as far as I'm aware, there was no coagulation. Uh, well, it would have been a little bit. Well, you might have got by deep coagulation. Vein do you mean pins and needles? He means yeah. deep vein thrombosis, buddy. He means DVT. Yeah, really? He means he means really? death. Death by wow. death by sleeping. Can I take you into another zone? Oh, yeah, please do, because the zone that Katia wow. and Gatford have got me in is as dull as anything. Earlier, you were talking about the wonders of the human mind. Yes, sir! There is this experiment called the double-slit experiment. uh, Scientists fire electrons at a sensor. When the sensor is on, the electrons act like particles. When it's off, they act like waves. They've even got a retrospective sensor which tells them what the particles were, right? Now, scientists say that electrons know they're being looked at, they go back in time, and they change from a wave to a particle. And I'm not kidding. It's the biggest mystery in science. Electrons go back in time? Back in I feel like I've gone back in time to Sunday night. Oh, you'll go back in time to my fist in a minute, Gaffer. Button it. <laughs> This right, is they ins- know they're being watched. Yeah. And they go back in time and change. And it's interesting wave. because when we when we know we're being watched, we um we show off, we put on more of a show, we 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 perform better in under some circumstances. Under some circumstances we perform worse. So being yeah. watched does have an effect. effects. Flipping. Oh, you're right, Tom. Tom effect or effect. D- Gatford, you're being flippant. Tom, are you on? I'm going to ask a genuine question in a minute, and it's do you want me to kick you again? Tom, are you on drugs? No. Ever? Not really. um, Yeah, I don't mind occasionally, but not right now. Okay, well, we don't condone that, obviously, but each each to his own. Katya, Tom's obviously a very wise man. Would you like to ask him a question? Um, hello, Tom. Hey, Katya. Yes, is it your real voice real? What? Huh? Is it my real voice real? Is it your real voice real, Tom? It's a good question, Katia. It's what, true. History? What's, what's the answer? It's what? true, yes, it's my real voice. It's what true, do you it's your do? voice. You would make a history great... History is my voice. You would, history is my voice, said Mary Beard. You would make a great country and western singer, Tom. Thanks very much. 
No worries, man. Thank uh, you. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, before you get rid of me. Okay. Do you like country and Western music? Yes, I do, yeah. Okay, all right. It was, oh, it was, it was a compliment. Oh, it was a compliment. No, because, oh, I, like, both, both of us love Danny Baker, and he loves country and western, but I actually think that country and western music is the white man's R&B. It is the whiniest music yeah. we can make. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I know we're going to disagree. I love the monkeys and the Beach Boys. But the monkeys make country music. Yeah, but that's ironic country. That's Crosby, Stills and Nash country. That's Buffalo Springfield country. Not oh. new country. Oh, I don't you know, like new. Like... I don't like new country, like Gar- um, Garth Brooks. Garth, yeah. Or um, Miley Cyrus's dad. There goes a line. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. All right. Okay, that was it. Okay, take uh, care. Cheers, man. Ta-ta. Right, Katia. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Gatford. <gasps> what? No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> let's try. Um, yeah, right, Katia. Say hello to this young lady. No. Hello. Oh. Hello. I'm losing. I can't say my... When can I say my story? What? I've got a story, and I can't say it, so... I don't know. I Go don't even know it. why I bother ringing with stories. Yeah, I'm confused. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Do you know? Uh, are Hello? you drunk? Hi? What did you are say? You, are, are you drunk? Am I drunk? Me? Drunk? I've yeah. never, no, I've never, actually, that's, I've, uh, I've never been drunk of you. Yeah, plenty of times. Why? Okay. How do you know you're not drunk? Oh, do you have a drink? You sure? Yes. What yes, about I'll... water? Yeah, but they have alcohol. No alcohol in water? No, there's no alcohol in water. Okay, it's good news. Yeah. So, what did you call in for? Well, I've got this story I tried to tell for quite a long time, but there's no way I can get through. So, anyway, uh, anyway. So... Anyway, what's your story? Uh, the Pepsi logo. Who? The Pepsi logo. The Pepsi logo. Yeah, is it is it red, white, and blue? Is it blue, white, and red? I don't drink. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, but you you must have seen the logo. Who? Have you seen the logo of Pepsi? Not not lately. No, no. Okay. Okay. But from what in your memory? From yeah. Is it red, white, and blue? Or is, it, might... is it blue, red, and white? <laughs> no, I mean, is it blue? Are you, are you are you crying about the the Pepsi logo? No, I'm asking you. What is it? Red. Is it red, white, and blue? Or is it? Blue, white, or red. Blue, white, or red, or red. Ah, oh, it's like the Belgian flag and the other one that I can't remember. Is it German? Yeah. It's upside down. Yeah, but, uh, oh, but yeah, one's uh, like a horizontal, one's a vertical regarding Belgium and Germany. That's it. And I think that country. I think it's uh, the other one you said. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Which one is it? Hmm. Is it good? Uh, okay. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anyway. Okay. <laughs> Do you have an 
thought about the Pepsi logo that you want to share with the... Do you remember the TV program? Different Which strokes. One? Different strokes. No. Okay. All right, then. Thanks for calling. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. Yes, happy tree. What you got for us? Well, you have been blowing our minds tonight. Yeah, it's been good, isn't it? And and I I would re- yeah. Go on. I thought I would return the favour by blowing it even further. Yeah. There are two types of fetus uh, development. Uh-oh. There are ju- deuterostomes yeah. and protostomes. Yeah. Protostomes develop the mouth first. That's the first opening that they develop uh, about nine weeks and, well, sorry, no, nine weeks is for the deuterostomes, which develop the anus first. Oi. So, hang on. That's what? the first thing that is developed. So, we were all, human beings are deuterostomes. There is literally a point in all of our lives where we were all dirty. Thank you very much indeed. Okay, well, so, hang on, we, we grew, grew our anus before our mouths? It turns out, guys, you know nothing. You know nothing. This all started because of Bloomin' Will Store in his book, which is a, the, the Heretics, which is a cracking book. We'll get him on in a, this week or next week. He's going to email me if he ever pulls his finger out. Same with you, Baker. Pull your finger out and, and get back in touch and we'll sort you out. Um, anyway, I'm not quite... It's been a very odd show this evening, partly because I am so mind-achingly exhausted. Exhausted. And it's that thing as well predictive exhaustion right i've got a really busy week ahead of me really non-stop busy week all over the place i had to postpone something i was going to do tomorrow because it's just so busy and i've got to go to, to to pool on friday and all this kind of stuff and i so i'm anticipating oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand by the way i'm anticipating the exhaustion and i'm feeling the exhaustion and i don't know when there's going to be a let up but I do, I feel sorry for myself when I have a sleep. And I've got, I'm very comfortable sleeping in my car. I've, I've, I've fashioned it perfectly. But I do feel very sorry for myself when I'm uh, 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 sleeping in my car. By the way, here's another thing I was going to ask you. And this is a little bit um, um, techno-geeky. Thank you, Tess, messaging me there. This is a bit techno-geeky, right? And maybe some one of you dear listeners... Oh, was the kinks. Calm down. Can explain this to me, right? So I've got DAB radio in my car. Okay? I've only had it since when did those um, asses sack me? Uh, November. So I got it done in December of last year, right? So you that was like six months, six months, flipping heck. Um, and I've got DAB radio, and I will quite well. I'll, I'll be listening to DAB radio when I'm driving about. Now, there is a place on the way home. I drive over a bridge, okay, over a um, river. And I lose the signal a little bit, and it drops out a bit, and then it comes back, and then what I'm listening to will jump back about two seconds. Jumps back about two seconds. So you'll hear me saying, oh, hello, everybody, this is... And then it will jump back to me going, oh, hello, everybody, this... It does that, right? And it's a little pocket, and I cannot... I couldn't work it out, and I thought. Then I thought I'd worked it out. I thought, well, maybe we switch it. I'm, I'm going between one transmitter and another transmitter. I don't know. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. But then, I was going home from the hospital a different way, 
okay to get to the bridge and it happened on a roundabout so it happened on this roundabout where the signal went a bit then it started broadcasting then it jumped back two seconds i thought oh okay this is where we change transmitter here then i drove on for another two or three minutes and got to the bridge and then the same thing happened again so i i jumped back four seconds this is really tricky to explain i hope you're sticking with me I jumped back four seconds from where I originally was. Right, this is on DAB. How the hell does that happen? What the heck is going on there? Can anybody explain that? Because, it, uh, uh, honestly, it's left me scratching my head. I mean, I'm not losing sleep over it, guys. You know, I'm not going home self-harming, hoping that the, uh, the, the self-inflicted pain will somehow... Um, it, 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 it invokes some kind of thought process that, that lets me ex- explain what's going on. But it is frustrating me quite significantly. So if anybody, we're coming up to break now, so we'll, we'll, we'll do call straight to air after midnight. But if anybody has any explanation as to what the hell is going on, Tonight's show, there has kind of been a bit of a theme with with Angelos and Barry, with with um, with Will Storr and talking about brains, with DAB, with the uh, this thing called the Mandela effect, um, which I shall certainly be reading up on. Um, and I, I I feel a book coming on. Finish the book you're writing firstly, okay? Um, but I guess it's about the whole show tonight, inadvertently, has been about lies, deception, um, and not really understanding what the hell is going on. What on earth is going on? There's so little we understand, particularly about ourselves and about our brains, that I don't think we know anything. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I tell you what, we'll continue this a bit, and we'll take some calls straight to air after we have a bit of this. Talk radio, guys. Will be good if you called for the last hour of the show because I really have got nothing planned. There's absolutely nothing in the papers, and um, I don't particularly want to read any more. I will store, but I, I, I might do. I see if I can find another um, passage. So it's kind of down to you, really, as to whether the next hour is any good or is um, a, 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 a bit ropey. Don't call now. Um, I'll give you the phone number when we get back from the news. Basically, between now and uh, one o'clock, anything goes, guys. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you want 
the world It's waiting to unfold A brand new tale No one has ever told We've journeyed far But you know it won't be long We're almost there And we've paid our fare With a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's hobo style Maybe tomorrow I'll find what I call home Until tomorrow you know I'm free to roll So the way this hour of the show works, it's a little bit different from the previous two hours in that you phone up and instead of talking to Catherine uh, or Id, uh, you'll come straight through to the air um the number is 0844 499 1000 seven pence a minute plus access charge significantly more from some mobile phone networks it depends um and you can come on and uh, talk about anything or do anything or not even talk say anything if you want to come on and just be silent you're allowed to do that it's a really weird 12 o'clock at night um, particularly when the, it's it's a bit warm and it's it's been very warm recently, isn't it? And it's 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 hard to sleep, and I feel a little bit out of it. And I just know that twelve o'clock at night, if you're not asleep already and you've got work the next day, there's a um, sort of a sense of um, a panic is true stronger word, but there is there is a certain sense that you really should be going to sleep, but you're not tired or it's too hot or you're hungry or is there anything worse than that feeling of being in bed and thinking I'm not going to get to sleep because I am thirsty but I'm not drinking water from the upstairs tap I'll have to go downstairs to get a drink but I won't go downstairs to get a drink because I can't be bothered but you know that you won't be able to sleep until you go and get that drink why is the water upstairs not as good as the water from downstairs if push comes to shove right if i'm really thirsty i will drink the water from the bathroom tap but i'll kind of um i'll have my mouth really open so it doesn't kind of touch my lips so that it just fills my belly with water so i'm not really tasting it is it but why this this would be my dream house right this would be my absolute flipping dream house, right? And if ever I'm a millionaire, I'm going to build a house. And the, the only uh, the important thing will be that um, the upstairs water is as good as the, the water from the kitchen tap. That's going to be the, ma- the main thing. Yes, it'll have all the bedrooms and all of, you know, the, 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 the shooby-doo-wop-wops. But it's going to have... Uh, why, why did your house cost five million pounds? Well, because the the taps upstairs in the the, the the three bathrooms they're connected to the kitchen, so I'm getting the good water, not the not the crappy upstairs tap water that you normally get. It just seems obvious to me. Why would they not do that? Makes me makes me want to puke, quite literally. Anyway, so the point I'm making is this time of night is a weird time of night and um, uh, everyone feels a bit weird. And the fact that you're awake listening to a radio show. We haven't played Katie Hopkins bingo either yet. And someone sent me some um, jingles for that. So we need someone to phone up so I can play the jingles. Um, uh, And the fact that you're listening to a radio show that um, you have to be a bit more involved to be listening to this at seven minutes past 12 than you would to LBC or BBC London. A, because you've got to have found it on DAB. 
which is always a little bit... Is it, uh, yeah, it's a little bit fiddlier. I don't know how to set the DAB stations on my bedside radio. I don't know how to do it. I can, I, they're, they're there, but I have to scan through them to get to the one I want. Or you're listening on your, um, your app on your phone, or, or you've got a computer booted up, and you're listening on talkradio.co.uk. So it's more of an involved experience anyway. And what I'm doing this evening is is probably a little bit more challenging than um, what Hopkins is um, banging on about. 0844 499 1000. We can play Katie Hopkins bingo if you want. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. The water upstairs does taste different, doesn't it, from the downstairs water? It, well, it, is, it comes from a different place. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah, but the... It comes from somewhere different, but the water has to come from the same place originally, doesn't it? What, the mountains? No, no. Um, I don't know. How it's, isn't, isn't the... Uh, right, OK. Doesn't it is, come from a tank upstairs? But the, then how does the water get into that tank? Well, the, yeah, the, 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 the upstairs water comes from the tank upstairs, so it's kind of... Um, yeah. Whereas the downstairs water, I think, comes from the mains... But then the water in the tank has to come from the mains at some point, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But um, the fact that it's... Ah, maybe it's this, right? The fact that it's been stored in the tank means it's a little bit... Water Water um, needs to keep moving to, to stay alive. Stay alive? <laughs> stay alive. I think yeah. it does, though. If water, if, it's, like, if you, it's like stagnant water is water that doesn't move, isn't it? But it definitely tastes different. Yeah, yeah, because it's been stored in. It's been. It's it's dying. We're drinking dying water. Dying water. Dying water. And I was phoning up to say about being um, unable to sleep and worrying about not being able to sleep, which makes you worry more. And um, my husband has to get up really early for work. So if I can't sleep, I stay in bed next to him, worrying about the fact that I'm not asleep and I might wake him up. So I just. Stay downstairs, and I only go to bed when I'm tired. Yeah, I think that I think that if, you, if you're just not tired, you're just not tired. So here's the thing that breaks my heart. Right, I was trying to think of this the other day. I cannot remember the last time. So it must have been years. The last time I fell asleep in front of the television, and I mean yeah. like yeah. decades. I remember. Really? I remember being a kid. Right, I'm going to say I was seven. At my nan's house, Nanny Jennings' house, right? And it was really late on a Saturday night. It felt late. It felt like 10 o'clock to me, but it may only have been 7 or 8, right? And I remember, I really, if I, I thought if I kept, I was way past my bedtime. And I thought, if I make a noise, they're going to, the grown-ups are going to notice me and they're going to put me to bed. Yeah. They've forgotten about me. Of course, they haven't forgotten about me. They were just letting me stay up late. And I remember there was a program and I kept doing that thing where I was watching it and then my head would fall forward and I'd fall asleep and I'd wake, I'd snap back awake. And I kept yeah. doing that. And then the next thing I remember is my dad carrying me and putting me in bed. Fell asleep. Oh, do you know what? TV. I really miss that. I really miss being, uh, falling asleep in the car on like, my way home from a family party or something. And my oh. dad carrying me in from the car where I've fallen asleep. But you don't sleep the same way. No, you put, we don't sleep the same way we did when we were kids. Because my boys are six and four. And I can get them out yeah. of the car while they're asleep. I can yeah. put them in their pyjamas, put them in their beds, and they won't wake up. Or at the very least, they'll, they'll, at the very most, they'll wake up and go, uh, what's going on? Where am I? So don't worry, it's, I'm just putting you to bed. And they'll fall back asleep. Because they've got no cares in the world. Is, is it cares? Or is it it's a de- certainly a different quality of sleep they're having? Because if even if there yeah. was like the, the BFG came and, and got me out of the car when I was asleep, I'd wake up and I'd be awake and I wouldn't be able to get to sleep for two or three hours. <laughs> um, I don't 
yeah, I think you're right, but I don't. I think I think it's just because their lives are simpler, don't you think? I think that when you kind of become a, a grown up, yeah, and then your responsibilities change. So Maybe. it's like whenever I hear if I hear something uh, something in the house like a creaky floorboards, then that's it. I'm convinced that somebody's gonna break in, or I think you just put yourself on alert Has a bit more. Don't anyone you? Anyone ever invented a silent house? Because houses have got to be some of the noisiest inventions known to mankind. But then silence can be equally as, distur- as disturbing if it was yeah. completely disturbing. So when I go when I go to sleep, eventually, sometimes um, I listen to white noise. Yeah. Oh, I'll you do that, that do you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, thank you for that. I'm going to move on because there's another call coming in. Thank you. Oh, it's four 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 nine nine one thousand. Is there any phrase more unsettling in than what's that noise? Oh, it's just the house settling in. What? It's just the house settling in. What the flipping egg? What does that even mean? The house is going to sleep. Yes, line two. Hello there, uh, Ian. How are you, how are you doing? I'm, I'm c- upset about the phrase, the house is just settling in. Do you know that phrase? Um, yeah, well, my house has just settled, settled in, actually. It's uh, made, made it creaking and it's cracking. And, a... uh, yeah, and, the, and the boiler's just uh, done its business. And what does it mean? It means the house kind of going down to sleep, and now that there aren't humans walking around... Well, you know, and the ghosts. You know, there's always the, always the ghosts. Always around. the ghosts. According to my partner, yes. I don't believe in any of that rubbish. Um, but first of all, uh, first of all, number one, if you're up for doing a bit of Katie Hopkins bingo, I'd love that. I do, I do love a bingo. bingo I t- I, yeah, well, and, um, hang, hang on a minute. Stay there then, because I've got. I've, I've, let me hang on. Someone sent me this. You'll be the first person ever to um, to get this. I'm very excited for this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to play <laughs> Katie Hopkins Bingo with the Ooh. one and only Ian Lee. Well, Get in. Hang on a minute. There should be another one. Hang on. Let me try. Oh, no. They're all the same. Ladies and gentlemen, oh. it's time to play Katie Hopkins Bingo with the one and only Ian Lee. Okay. So it's, they're all the same. So what do right, you think? Well, if, if Katie Hopkins. voice, then I, you know. Yeah, I know. It's disappointing. What 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 do you think Katie Hopkins is banging on about right now? Well, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult there. Um, probably I don't know. You know, something UKIPI or uh, something. Well, the know. thing is, last week she's on an arrival station, right? Last week, yeah. someone was obviously trying to soften her um, image as an SH1T stirrer. <laughs> so I, I, very difficult. Yeah, I think it's going to be something a little bit softer. Well, like, 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 what about um, something celebrity? Cause she, celebrity, she, she, yeah. I think she pretends that she doesn't like yeah. celebrities and stuff, yeah. but then she's always banging on about them. Um, you should know, have, should well, we have a listen? because they're either either fat or ugly or whatever. But, That's Steve you know, Allen's um, act, you're stealing that. Let's have a listen. Let's see what she's banging on about. Hang on. I suppose. Uh, celebrities telling the public what to do. Hey! Oh Unbelievable! Oh that was, was a ac- full house. That was a full house. That was actually live. Yeah. Let's play again. Hang on a second. That was... How, you couldn't have timed oh, that any better. Yeah, right. That's from Dave. I quite like that perspective. I had a bit of a um, chat with somebody who was fixing our electrics in the offices and uh, I was making some yeah. joke about the fact uh, that the guy was there going to be there till quite late and he was knocking me back for being a lame person that turned up to my job at 6pm at yeah. night. So I think he might have had a point there. Um, so do we like celebrities telling us oh, what to do? Oh, mate! Mate, 
That is Even the old, that is a blind casual conversations about celebrities. Yeah. Oh well, buddy, listen. We're going to send you a cash load of of, of a car load of cash. We'll get, what, a five five pound book voucher. We're going to send you literally a car full of cash is going to arrive on your doorstep sometime soon. I don't know when. Um, and you get to keep the car and you get to keep the cash. We've never had that on Katie Hopkins Bingo. He was bang on. Right, let's go to line one. One, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. It's Hello. Katie here from LBC. Oh, blimey. Hello, Ian. Katie. Yes. Ian. Yes. I'm very interested in, in Alan Caddick's Willy. <laughs> Would you like Ian, to play? Yes. I'd like to play Hopkins Bingo. With Alan Caddick's Willie. Okay, well, um, th- thank you very much indeed. That's that really is um, uh, a distressing image. Catherine, come join me. Turn the outer rim of lights off. Catherine, producer of the show, making her way to the uh, the, the arena. The show. We've not heard from Id for a while either. Id? Hi. How's it going, man? There not too bad, yourself? Tired. Really tired today, Id. Really, no, really I'm, tired. I'm feeling tired. I think it's just... Because it's Monday, first day back after a weekend. Yeah. What, do, what do you do? For, what do you do for the weekend? How does your weekend? Um... Wasn't too bad. Caught oh. up with a few mates for brunch. Yes. Um, you keep, you said, I want to pick you up on this. Okay. You said brunch on Friday when I said, "What are you going to do?" You said, "I'm going to go out for brunch." And at the time, I, I, I let it slide. Mm. But you, now you've said it on air, it would be remiss of me not to pick pick you up on this. Brunch is a made-up word. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch. But it's is. It's been around for so long that I think it's now an official word. We right? call we call it elevensies. Okay, when okay. when do we? No, elevensies isn't lunch. Brunch. Well, elevensies is like a cake and a cup. Yeah, of tea. exactly. But you have it at brunch time. If indeed brunch br- brunch is in between breakfast and and, and lunch, Let's so it's face eleven. It, brunch is breakfast for people who've been out carousing the night before. I just, I just, I will never. If someone says let's meet for brunch, <laughs> um, I would say no. I'll meet yeah, you for elevensies or a big breakfast. What about a late breakfast? Would that would that work? Yeah, bre- late breakfast. Yeah, I'll have that. Yeah. Okay. When? Uh, hello. About 11? Um, t- tomorrow. Yeah, okay, fine. Cool. Cool. So we're going to meet tomorrow for a late breakfast? Yeah. Oh. Uh. I don't particularly like meeting people. Anyway, but you've, you know, I felt hoisted by my own <laughs> petard there. What is a petard caller? I did know and I've forgotten. I know. I don't know. Okay, well, should we ask Catherine? Caller? Yes. Uh, Would you ask her? You ask her and ask her nicely. What is a petard? Well, a petard. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you think that was asking her nicely? Yes. I don't. I think you could be nicer. Yeah. Go on. I don't know. Okay. What is a petard, madam? Um, there we go. I think that was no, great. No, please. Oh, I think the madam shows respect and mm, deference. Madam. Well. Well done. Well I'm done. I'm glad you young, asked that. Young lady. It's a little bomb. A little explosive device. Yeah. In anyway. fact, in French, pete is to fart. As we were saying earlier on, even Jesus has cut the cheese. Mm. Yeah. You're not really supposed to drink uh, the tap water from the bathroom. Mother Teresa will have done a poo. <laughs> Just think about that, caller. Just think about that. You know, uh, meant to uh, also bring hot water from tap. I wouldn't drink hot water from tap. Why would I drink hot water from tap? 
Well, no one likes to drink hot water from tap. I'm going to do it now just to rebel. No, don't drink hot water from tap. Why? Why would anyone want to drink hot water Hot water from tap? Caller's gone. Caller's gone there. Obviously got a little bit of um, stage fright, and that's absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone want to drink really hot water, some hot water from, tap? from tap? I mean, it, it's a ridiculous suggestion. No one needs to be told... Not even the youngest, stupidest, dopiest child needs to be told, oh, yeah, by the way, listen, we're going to go out tonight. Right? <laughs> don't drink hot water from tap. Huh? Why? From tap? You don't drink from tap? But I, I, there is nothing there is nothing better than council pop. Getting your head under that tap. Turning on the cold water tap, obviously, not yeah. hot water. That would be insane. Not supposed to. Um, and just... We all do it, <sighs> even if it's a bit lime scaling. <sighs> Love a bit, love a bit of war. And isn't it funny? I was thinking the three biggest cons in the world. Mm. The three biggest cons in the world. And if it, when I was a kid, if you'd have, uh, right, in the 70s or 80s, if you'd have said to any member of my family, right, any, any person, any sane thinking person, that we'd be paying top dollar for these three things, they would have laughed at you, right? The iced coffee... The bottled water. Well, well, well. If you're going to Spain, though, you don't want to drink the water. In this country, I'm not going to say. Because we all bought that myth, didn't we? Can you drink the tap water from the yes. Spanish? Can you? Yes. You don't get the trots. I lived there for six months. I don't think I bought bottled water. Okay. And the so, trots were minimal. Here are the three biggest cons of all time. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to add to them, the iced coffee. The um, bottled water. You go into a supermarket, they've got a whole aisle full of bottled water. And it's supposed to taste different. We know it doesn't. It doesn't taste any different. And um, the um, uh, male grooming products. Which ones? Like the moisturisers and all of that stuff. I don't remember anyone in the 70s and 80s, men, looking any different. To the way they look. Oh, they look fine. Oh, I did, though. They look fine. Two words: Dennis Waterman. Bam, 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 bam. Now, say those two words again. Dennis. Hang on. Um, no. Hang on a minute. I'm not. I'm not. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Say it now. Dennis Waterman. Yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Yeah, and it's Rashid Wagwan. Wagwan Rashid. Right, you know uh, Claudio uh, Ranieri? No. He's the football manager of Leicester. I know you don't like football and all that. But okay. He made me 
he made me giggle today because uh, yeah. he's done, they've done their uh, per, victory parade in Leicester. There's been about 100,000 people on the streets there. Yeah. And, he, and he said um, his speech, what it was like, a bit of in, innuendo in there. He said, uh, <laughs> if you, it's on the news, it's on your news clip as well. And what did he say? He said, uh, I am very grateful for the fans. They get behind us and they push and they push and they push. And when we are down 2-1, the fans get behind us and they push even harder. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, don't bear thinking I, about, does it? What do you mean? If you can get it, man, it's, it's so funny. Made me giggle anyway. I think he means anal sex. Oh, right. <laughs> they, put, they get behind us. Yes, thank you, Rashid. Hey, guess what I've downloaded for you and I need to burn onto uh, a disc. I mean, legally, of course. What? I've got this. Oh, that's number four. Ah, oh, there's number 11. Now, that's the King's Tar. Keith? Let me, let me play the beginning of this. This is, this is, so, the, I started watching it. This is so funny. Listen, listen to this. This is the start of Nuts in May, okay? The Mike Lee film from, I guess, 1977, I'm guessing. Which I've never seen. The year of my birth. Oh, it's such a good film. Here we go. So this is them, they're just coming on holiday. Okay, listen to this. <laughs> I want to get away, she said. I want to get away. I'll take you on a trip, he said. We'll have a holiday. We'll be with Mother Nature and laugh and sing and play. I want to get away, she said. I want to get away. I wonder where we'll go, she said. I wonder where we'll go. I'll look around the world, he said. I'll search both high and low. <laughs> the prettiest is Dorset. It has so many charms. We'll walk across the hills and dales and look at all the farms. Sing that, Keith. Why not? That doesn't sound right. Um, I put you to sing... We'll walk across the hills and dales, linking each other's arms. <laughs> that doesn't scan. <laughs> That's got to be the best opening 64 seconds of any film ever made. One of the other mums at school talks like her. I, I'm never going to hear her the same again. It's so, I, I, Remind me to burn that onto a DVD tomorrow. It's such a good film. and I, I started watching it and I, I got distracted, so I stopped. But it's just one of the funniest things you're ever going to see and it's so bleak and it looks so 70s as well it's great i mean it is it's kind of the op- it's it's the opposite to abigail's party you know kind of the the bright i mean that was dark but it looks yeah. bright and this just looks gray and brown and really it looks like a british holiday yeah, in the those 70s crap holidays you used to get taken yeah. on boring and dull and that's what that film is but it, it in an hilarious really uncomfortable way you stay here candace marie i'm going to um check in but i want to come with you no stay in the car and do not touch the ignition <laughs> gosh <laughs> oh oh it's so good um i'll tell you what i wait for four four nine nine one thousand more calls straight to her after a little break it's such a good film i'm gonna watch that tomorrow and i'll, I'll burn that on disc if you've never seen so to- so far I'm, i've recommended two excellent things tonight will the will store book uh, heretics which you can get for pennies on amazon this is an old library book look this is an old i thought um, you'd uh, nicked it no 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 i bought it it's but it's um i think they've taken the the front page this is old. does it stink this is an old yeah good yeah it's an old library book. The, 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 now this this have a sniff this dewey gentleman which um the dewey decimal system guy what was his what was his thinking because the Dewey Decimal System, right? It must be named after a guy. Let's call him Steve Dewey, right? Yep. It is a rubbish 
system. It's it's a series of letters and numbers. Well, hang on a minute, guys. I've got a much better system for storing library books. Just numbers. It's called alpha- the alphabet. It's called the alphabet. Put them alphabetically. Yeah, but... You have your sections, your thrillers, your horrors, your sci-fis, your romance for the ladies, your large print for the elderly. You don't get large prints often these days. How are old people supposed to read Catherine Cookson? Great big magnifying glass. But you do it... In alphabetical order, no. forget the Dewey Decimal System. Because what you're forgetting is it's for the so you know the books that are missing rather than the ones that are there. Well, you go there and it's not there. Oh, okay, it's missing. Next, yes, line one. speakerphone which is never good thank you for that I thoroughly enjoyed that it was certainly passionate I, I sound like a ule- ukulele I can't remember I haven't played my ukulele for ages I no. can't remember any uke chords knock and I in my little and I bought the kids ukuleles as well thinking I'll help them learn because I could play quite a bit yeah and one of them said to me the other day, oh, will you show me one? And I thought, I can't remember any of it. I picked it up the other day. I said, all right, boys, let's, um, let's play. I, could, I couldn't, and I was trying to do muscle memory and just trying to switch off my brain and go, and I couldn't do it. Couldn't remember it. And that fad didn't last long, did it? Well, it lasted long for me. Do it considering. again. It lasted longer than my accordion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been, uh, didn't that last. was an expensive mistake. What instruments do you play, Ed? I want three. Uh, I sing. Oh. I can play a little bit of piano. Oh. And I can play a couple of songs on ukulele. Okay. I can't allow singing as an instrument. No. Well, we can voice. all sing, no, can't we? It's like, proper, like singing in a choir. Not just oh, like on, singing then. along in the shower. Go on, then. Oh, well, give me a song to sing. Ave Maria. Ave Maria. Hey, proper. He's doing, oh, sorry, mate, don't show off. That's proper, that, isn't it? <laughs> I know, yeah. And here's the thing. Uh, sort of thing they get your head kicked in at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you get his head kicked in at talk radio. You've got 28 minutes. Let's have a dash to the car park, see who gets there first. Um, as long as the talk sport boys aren't listening. No, talk sport boys, they're not listening. They're too busy measuring each other's penises. 0844. 499-1000 is the telephone. A competition that Jason Cundy comes last in every single time. Particularly when I'm playing. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. Seven pence a minute plus access charge. Access charge is a new thing. What is that? It's a new thing. And they've brought it in. I heard a thing about it on Radio 4, about where the access charge comes from. It is... I think it's because there was a complaint. Ah, luckily I'm saved by uh, line one. Yes, line one. I've got migraine. I need bottled water. I actually felt ill. Because I need water. I can't drink tap water. I need bottled water. I need to see it. Doctor, because I don't have any bottled water. I've got migraines. Calm down, calm down. I felt protest. My fear, if I went in the Big Brother house, is if I got a migraine. Yeah. But they would... Do you know, if, if I, I, I suspect that knowing what... Oh, I saved by a caller. Yes, line one. Hello? Hello, Mr Lee, how are you? Good, thank you. Good, good, good. A few things, a few things. Just wonderful to see your mum's getting uh, better again. Yep, she's on, she's on uh, the mend, yes. 
Excellent. I've been following you for 15 years, so I almost feel like I know your mother, to be fair. Well, you've been uh, very kind. Thank you, man. Excellent, excellent. Secondly, like you, I can't burp, so I have to stick my fingers down my throat whenever oh, I get a big man, Isn't it awful? It's the worst. It's the oh, worst thing. You know, you go to have to go to the toilet, put the hand dryer on or something like that, so no one hears you. Um, and thirdly, Katie Hopkins, I actually find her very attractive. I'd love to look her Wang Chung. Thank you very much indeed. I li- literally no idea what was um, what was going on there. Um, we need to get James Thornton on this show. He's the guy that um, does those terrible... Sorry. He's the guy that does those excellent voiceovers for the station. He's the voiceover guy. Who is? James. James Thornton? Yeah. The actor off of Emmerdale? That's the fella. Oh. Play, play, can you play one of my... Um, thi- I think it's him. No. Yeah. Play, um, play the wild man. Play the wild man one. That's my least favourite of all of them. Do we still have that? Or are they actually it was, gone It was now? played earlier on this evening. Yeah. It's not him, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he does the, 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 um... I think he's a bit of a stalker, if I'm completely honest. I know, I like him. I, well, well, I liked him until... Yeah, well... That. Let's see how many followers he's got before I slag him off. He's got loads. 74,000, I like him, he's a good guy, he's yeah, a good yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 housewife's favourite. Good guy, powerful guy, powerful man. He, um... But, you yeah, know, he's the voiceover guy. Is he now? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, 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 that's him. Ian Lee. And you know, for every one of those, he gets £1,000 every time it's played out. That's a 1000 extra there. Straight away. And I don't mind putting cash in that guy's pocket. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Beautiful. Um, we should we should get him in the sh- in the studio, or at least on the telephone, or at yeah. least on a decent ISDN line, and make him perform like a monkey. Yeah, and get him to um, say rude things about Julia Hartley Brewer. Julia Hartley Brewer. She shouts at everybody on her team, in front of everybody else, so the gossip spreads around the office that she's a shouter, and then other hosts make joke about it on air. Like this. Stuff like that. Okay. It's based on a true story, by the way. Um, you know, he's a nice guy. And um, he, he's a very nice guy. I've never met him, but we uh, we, we have a little... Uh, we, we've had a little um, Twitter relationship so for quite we. some time. So weird. Just private messages? Yeah. Oh. That's interesting. Does he send you... Yes. And it's I quite... Um... It's quite impressive. He beat Jason Cundy. Oh, well, everyone... I could beat Jason Cundy. Hands down. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone. He basically he's just saying that Natsume is is, um, is brilliant. <laughs> he's reminding me of the line "Get back to your tenements." <laughs> Such a good film, and I've, uh, it's, I've not seen it for about just the right amount of time, probably about five years. So it's just the right amount of time for me to watch it again and get back in and, and it, 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 it to be fresh. Well, I've never seen it, and now it's being built up. Oh, it's, oh it, it won't disappoint. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, darling. Hello, darling. Hello, sexy. Hello, hello sexy. <laughs> How are you, mate? You're right. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was chilling, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you know what, Russ? I did not have a clue. That was you. <laughs> You're getting all excited. I was. You? I was. I thought, oh, there's a, there's a there's a Parisian. There's a muscular Parisian that wants to whisk me away from this, back to his dirty little flat, and have um, really hairy sex with me. <laughs> I'd, I'd be up for that at you the moment. Know. 
hey, you're not far from the truth there, Ian, but I'm not a, I'm not a Parisian. No. And I'm not muscly. No, but you're, you're, you're a hairy... F- you're hairy. Big, fat, hairy... Have you got a dirty little flat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, I'd sort of ring up and say hello and... Uh, Show's going good tonight. And it's an interesting it. one tonight, and I, I, I was I, I was saying it to p- the periscopers. Um, it's it's um, d- perhaps not working tonight, but it is working because um, I, I, I sometimes beat myself up a bit that that that, that, that I try different stuff or I do stuff. And, uh, tonight's just a different show where I've been. Re- I've never read from a book before on the air. Do you know what I mean? Well, and it's, well you, you are an open book. When it comes to your show, you, you, you're open, you're... Well, I'm going to close my book on your fingers. Oh! Oh, that's, oh, that's good. oh I never said hello to Kath, by the way. Oh, go on good on evening, Kath. Oh, thank you. Doesn't matter. Hello, love. You're you gave right. him the sexy stuff, I noticed. Yeah. Right, right. Well, well, well so it'll be your turn next time. And, and, and Aid, he'll have his turn. I know he... Uh, he lo- that Aid, you know, you know, when I ring up, he, I don't tell you this, but he gets a bit fruity on the phone line. Yeah. Um, them Kiwis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 they do. Hey, I was going to ask. Yeah. Is there any chance? You know when you when when people ring up and they have like music yeah. playing underneath them. Yeah. Is there any chance I can I can have a um, have my own little sort of like um calling theme tune? Um. Yes, you can. And do you know what? I've got the perfect bit of music for you. I tell you what. We'll do. Hang on. Let me just um cue it up. Um. Right, OK. Can I, can I be a real diva and, and, and request it? No, it's whenever not... Whenever I ring, I'll get Yeah, this. yeah, of course you can. I'll tell you what, whenever you ring, we will play this little bit of music, OK? Right, so what we do... Hang on a minute, I've just got to load it up into the old... Um, computer. The computer's going a little bit funny. Right, are you ready? OK, so we are going to go to... Um, oh, hang on, the computer's been a bit funny. Right, hang on, here we go. Let me just wait for this to boot up. Right, and let's go to line one. Hello, line one. Who's this? It's Russ in Lichfield. Oh, I love it. it. (laughs) Thank you, Russ. See you later. Ta-ta, (laughs) ta-ta. It's a gag that always works. So we can take this one call before we go to a break. The Blue Oyster Bar from... (laughs) Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello. Um, can I add something to your list of scam products? Yes, please do. As long as it's not an actual product that will get us into serious trouble, then yes, away you go. Am I am I not allowed to say a brand name? I, I, I think if we're calling them a scam product, it's probably best okay. if we if we avoid um, uh, actually having to go to court <laughs> and yeah. prove that well, it is a scam. There's, okay, there's a certain type of orange juice which is said to be... 50%. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Yes. I, I, I may, I may um, like to consider myself a rebel and um, breaking the uh, the rules of nighttime radio. But uh, the rule of libel, the law, the actual law, the actual law of libel is one that I choose to adhere to. Get this, I've got to come in and do a course on Wednesday. Oh yeah, half past one in the afternoon. Ah uh, yeah. You know the law? Yeah. The law that I've been upholding for 15 years as yep. a journalist? The law that I went to university for? I've got to come in and do that in an hour. That's that in sorted. In your face, in your face.
Oh, man. Proper tired. As soon as this show is over, I'm heading straight down to the car, driving home, going to bed. I'm getting up quite early to go and sit in the hospital for seven hours. That's, that's, that's the plan. Uh, that's the plan, Stan. Won't be able to visit her on Wednesday at all. I'm not so sure I get any visitors on Wednesday, which is a little bit tight. But, yeah, 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 uh, you know, that's the way it goes, guys. That's the way it goes. Last 15 minutes of the show. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number, um, if you want to give a call. In this, also in this Will Store book, he talks about this disease. It's such, it's such a good book. It really makes you think. I'm looking forward to going back and reading... Um, Versus the supernatural. And I bought another one of his books as well. John Ronson on the back saying this is funny, exciting, and strangely haunting. Talks about this disease. Let me make sure I get the name of it right. Morgellons. All right. Have you heard of Morgellons? No. Right. So what it is, it's this disease that hundreds of thousands of people around the world get. Have I got it? Well, we'll find out. I got itching. Itchy, very itchy. And it just come on suddenly, and they'll mm. just be itchy. It'll be itchy all over, and it'll feel like there are little um, insects under their skin, mm. scratching these insects. And they'll come, and they'll come up in welts, mm. right? And then through the welts come out little, tiny, tiny little strands, little hairs. What through the welts? What Morgellons? And do you know what causes it? Nothing. It doesn't exist. This disease doesn't exist, right? But all of these people, hundreds of thousands of people, claim that they have this disease, right? And that there's, they, they have conventions about this disease. But do they get the welts and stuff? Yeah. And then they take... Make me itch. Yeah, they take the little hairs to their doctors, right? And as soon as they present them with the little hairs, the doctors treat it as psychosis mm. and treat it as a form of like a mild form of madness because as far as he's concerned they're pulling their hairs out well the the the, the, the doctors the, well the, the people say look the hairs are coming out through the skin yeah um and there is absolutely no evidence whatsoever to prove that these are coming out and the, all the fibers that these, these hundreds of thousands of people have, have some of these fibers are analyzed basically it's just bits of clothing or bits of hair and stuff and it's all it's their mind playing this trick on them wow. so the itching part is oh safe by call good because i was getting to the end of my knowledge there line one you're on the wireless ian lee yay yeah all right mate it's paul calling from canada from, from the actual um, canada from the actual canada yeah whereabouts in the actual Seriously. canada remind me uh i've never told you before oh, um oh. i'm uh, <laughs> kind of near near toronto Okay, near Toronto. Okay, nice one. Are we, are we, are we, hang on, have we ever spoken before? Yeah, you, you banned me for the rest of, of the week Friday, oh, about you're, 10 to 1. You, oh, you're, yeah. you're that chance. Well, luckily, luckily, um, that ban has now been lifted, Paul, but um, I'm, I'm hovering it, over the it, ban button. Okay, uh, okay. Well, let's hope uh, I don't uh, fall foul of that what again. Did, what did, remind um, me, Catherine, what did this, this chancer do last time for me to ban him? It was something I outrageous, wasn't it? I can't remember. Yeah, was, was, he, was he a racist or anti-Semitic or... Was it 70 Sweets? 70 Sweets. What was it, Paul, that got you the the ban? Uh, it was recommending the band Moxie Fruit versus the... Oh, uh, yeah, they were awful. Worse than all of those things I've just mentioned. Ooh. So you just watch yourself, Paul. They weren't Paul. that bad. Oh well. Well, I'll be careful. I'll be careful. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm just curious about something. Now, I'm uh, uh, the older I get, I'm becoming more and more aware of stage fright when I'm in a, a public 
lavatory. Let's put it. Yeah, that yeah, way. yeah. It's, Shy it's, bladder. Yeah, it's a known, it's a known phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the 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 worst it's ever been was today at work, and uh, so the the toilets near my my office only have two urinals and two cubicles. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. walk I walk in. There's a chap using the far one, but there is and there's a guy in the cubicle, but there is a free cubicle. So okay, I'll go in there. So I went in there. Yeah. Left the door. I left the door open. That's Someone weird. came in and used. Uh, well, it was only going to be quick. Well, that's so right. I, used, I left the door open. Um, to, 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 to actually, I, I retract that immediately. I did a wee in a cubicle. There was a man at the urinal. I left the door open. Why do you do that? To show you're not having a poo? Yes. Yeah. 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 Carry on. Okay. <laughs> so someone came in and used the other urinal, and then someone came in and stood pretty much right behind me. Oh. And I, I had to abandon ship. Ship, he said. Abandon ship. Um, yes. Chip. Yeah, they, well, these these things these things happen, man. Those those t- but why those small? It never used to bother me. Nah. Well, the thing here's the thing, right? I could never do a number two if there was someone in the cubicle next to me. Couldn't do it. I'd mm-hmm. I would sit and I would wait for them to go. Would you not like do the trick yep. of putting the paper down? And no, no, no. Couldn't drop do it, it quietly. Couldn't do it. And I would wait. I would. I could be in there for like half an hour waiting for them to go. Oh, wow. right? Now I don't care. I will. I, I don't care. I just. They're probably relieved to hear you do it, so they can. Well, I'm, relief is the actual word. Yes, I don't care anymore. Listen, as we, we've we've already discussed, um, Mother Teresa would have curled one out at some <laughs> at some point in her life. That would have happened. And the Pope. And the Pope, Pope would have done it. The Pope would have done it. We're not sure yet whether yeah. Jesus did bodily functions. We don't know. We just don't know because he was not of this world. But yet he no, was. No, he a was. Man. He was. Ma- he was made flesh. Well, yeah, I know. But whether he was made, we don't know. You know, if, if he had every orifice. But let's, you know, but we, but we don't know. But, but, but certainly those other two uh, I- I- examples of holiness. Well, the Queen. I mean, the Queen's doing it all the time. She's doing one now. With a flag <laughs> all on. the time. Yeah, constantly, twenty-four-seven. Okay. Anyway, thanks for that. Um, oh wait, four, four. Can I ask a question? He's gone. Well, you can help me. You're yeah. a man. Yep. At what stage do men, yeah. when you're doing a, a wee in public, yeah. which is what you tend to do, when do you stop dropping your trousers completely? Some people do that all the time. What? What, round the ankles? Yeah, I've seen that happen. Well, I, some people like, like undo the belt on the top button and pull it all open, right. which is weird. I just undo the fly. That's what it's for. I have a big fly. Some men pull it kind of down there, round their bum a little bit. And I've seen, but I've seen men at the urinal with their trousers around the ankles. Very rarely. What? So they've got a completely bare bum? They might have their pants on. They might have their pants on, Because yeah. little boys drop the whole lot, don't they? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, James has just sent this. Hang on, here we go. Is that a banjo? Yes, that's one of our interests. I have a banjo and Candice Marie has a guitar. Would you like to show your guitar to Ray, Candice Marie? All right. <laughs> yes, matter of fact, we make up songs together. We went on a trip up to London one day last year and made up a song about going to the zoo. <laughs> Would you like to hear it? Yeah, why not? All right. Oh, that's all we get. That's oh. all we get. It's such a good film. They basically, I, th- I think, um, we've got the, the, the... I know I know. Talk Radio has the deal with those fish and chips guys and all of those things. That's great. This show is going to be sponsored by Mike Lee's Nuts in May, brackets 1976. A play, it was, I believe it was actually was, a play for today. Um, uh, Mike Lee's uh, uh, um, Nuts in May is the proud sponsor of this show. That's where the big bucks are, Catherine. Blimey. big bucks are. Can't wait to see it. Boy, oh boy. Uh, honestly, it will live up, it will live up to the, the height. It will live up to the height. 
Um, uh, yeah, honestly, I guarantee. Am it. I going to be talking like her for the rest of whichever day I see? What you do? Yes, Candice Marie. Anyway. Five minutes. Five minutes of show to go, and mm. um, no content to be um, to be found. Oh dear, windy pops again. A little bit. Um, talked about the brain. Talked about DAB. Talked about the best fight, rubbish films, and uh, um, Judge Grinder. So that's all of. Just checking. That's all of my topics for tonight's show. Done, Catherine. Uh, Catherine, what what topics have periods? You got? Um, ovaries. Yep. Um, itchy bras. Yeah, we go. And one more. And the menopause. What's the, all this sleeping in bras? Oh, I. What's I it? tend to. Why? I would find to have my breasts encased in um, uh, any form of of, of cloth. We, we, th- there is a certain restrictive quality about it, particularly mm. the, the the tightness of the strap at the back and the, the the kind of structure of the bra. I would not be able to. How do you lie on your front with breasts? Well, the same way you lie on your front with a with a, a winkle. No, 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 no. Because the winkle. Because I always wonder about that. And now I'm glad we're having this conversation. Lucky Does it we're, pull? We're saved by line one. Yes, line one. <laughs> oh dear, my God! No, thank you. Um, queen. No, no, no. Because if you look at a man's, I know, but you've got a lot of uh, like things. But it's it's back. The 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 front of the legs are, create when you're lying down. It's you, you're not lying on it because there's there's like a there's like. Do a you gap. not spread eagle sometimes? No, 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 no. no. I would never dream of doing anything as outrageous. Oh, I do. As that. That would just, that, that's not a possibility. I do. But to lie on your breasts, yes, yeah. I would imagine is. Um, well, let me just imagine lying on your breast. I would imagine it's a very uncomfortable can be thing. Can be. You just got to get the right angle. You got to get the angle of your dangle right. Not, okay, maybe not yours, but someone with big boobs. Mine uh, on paper are big. Hey, come on, put them on paper then. Let's have a look. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I, I, it's all. You know, you don't go straight on. You don't go f- f- squash them in. Can I just you? say, guys? Um, we've got Sh- uh, Sean. I'm going to do this. Sean is listening in Australia. Hi, Sean. And he just says, Goldstein and Cundy just got the flick. What I think he means by that is um, he switched over to us. He's, he's no longer oh. listening to those guys. He's, I, I hope I've got that right, Sean. And um, 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 you're very, very welcome. Um, okay, you're very, very welcome, Sean. It's, great. It's, it's always great to be a breakfast show somewhere in the world. And yeah. I guess that's what we are. Right now, don't judge us by tonight's show. I mean, normally it's better than this. Well, normally it's different from this. I, I wouldn't say it's been a bad show. It's just been a different show. It has been a different show. Yeah, it's been, it's been quite deep. It's been a little bit, um, been a bit weird, hasn't it? I, I'm glad the we got calls. Stuff. I'm glad we got calls on the back of that Will Store stuff because I was unsure whether I was whether read um, people would uh, object to me reading and stuff. <laughs> and so we found out about the brilliant um, the Mandela compound. Was it called the Mandela Effect mm-hmm. on Robin Island? I quite fancy reading that book now. It's good when I finish it; you can read it. Good, um, um, but I want I want my Miranda Sawyer back. Well, I'm reading that now. Okay, well I'll have it back when it's finished. Yeah, one book at a time. I knew it wasn't keepsies. Yeah, it's one book at a time. When am I getting Carly Simon back? Well, that is you, you've not set your you've not set your system. I've I've set my my system one book at a time. I've only got one book of yours, Carly Simon. Is the Rumours DVD is that yours or mine? Yours, I think. Okay. My, I mean mine. 
That's uh, that's too late. Too late, guys. Well, listen, we kind of uh, oh, we didn't do the um. Oh, there'll be no intro or outro for the for the the, the 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 podcast. That's just deal with it. Why? Why should I really? Um, you can download a podcast of the show. You can get it from iTunes. There type now. in Ian Lee Talk. It's there now, or you can get it from all of your usual podcast providers. Do subscribe from as many different accounts as you can, because I am a, a, a pathetic human being and I am desperate, desperate to be liked. Aren't we all really? Um, aren't we all really? That's that's what it's all about. Um, and, and that's kind of it. The show is. As it often does, and I think is a nice thing that it does, it's just it's just petered out. Peters and Lee. Peters and Lee. It's petered out. Um, like Peters and Lee. So... Almost almost identically. Actually, nothing nothing like Peters and Lee at all. Talk radio. Digital debate for the UK. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking.